Hey, this is Brian O'Halloran. You might know me from such cult classic films as Clerks, Clerks 2, Vulgar, Jane Bob Strikes Back. Anyway, you're listening to Drunk on Comics. Hey, this is Alex Winter, and you are listening to Drunk on Comics. Don't get drunk on your comics. Hey, this is Aaron Ashmore, and you're listening to Drunk on Comics. This is Curtis Armstrong, and you're listening to Drunk on Comics. This is Dennis Hopeless. You're listening to Drunk on Comics. Hey, this is Martin Cove, and most of you know me as John Kreese in The Karate Kid. I'm, uh, I'm listening to Drunk on Comics, and I'm having a good time. I'm almost getting drunk. Uh, yes, uh, this is Billy Zapka hanging out with the Drunk on Comics fellas. Sweep the leg. Tune in. No mercy if you don't. This is Ryan Stegman, and you're listening to Drunk on Comics. And this is Tony, and you are listening to Drunk on Comics Podcast, episode 500, halfway to 1K. Those were a few of the plugs that I was able to find in through the archives to kind of just throw in front of this big hurrah of an episode. For new listeners, Drunk on Comics was formed over 10 years ago between Derek and myself. Having been good friends, we would always meet up at the bar on the weekend and also being comic book nerds, we would chat comic books. Derek approached me with the the thought of why not just record this stuff, put it out in the ether and see what happens. And from there, Drunk on Comics was born. We brought in my brother Matt. We brought in Kevin. Since those early years, though, hosts have come and gone. We've had plenty over the years. We've had guest hosts. We've had people just filling in. But myself being one of the originals and Lynn's being the second longest person on this podcast are still doing this every single week. Not only because we're having fun, but also to bring you a little bit of entertainment and some news within the comic book pop culture industry. And so in this 500th episode, we're looking back on just a couple couple segments, couple parts from multiple past episodes that were sent in either from a few of the past hosts, a couple different listeners, or just some that I just found funny that we just needed to revisit. So the 500th episode is a clip show, which when it comes to many formats, really tells you when you've hit that that stride, that magic number of syndication. So that's what we did with our 500th episode, and we hope you enjoy some laughs from the past. Uh, Grab a cold one and enjoy Drunk on Comics Podcast, episode 500, Halfway to 1K. can't believe we've made it to 500. I can't believe either. Especially after our our last year of inconsistency. <laughs> well, that and from all we've... This, this has been going on for a long time. And a lot of people have come and gone. Um, as I mentioned in the intro, we've had many different hosts uh, here, there, and... 
a lot of them have grown up, uh, have <laughs> families, and somehow... We're I'm still here. Well, I'm just lucky that you are still here. Yeah, because you are. You are lucky I'm still here, because there's been a lot of times where I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> and I know that. And I thank <laughs> you, because, again, I, I enjoy doing this. I enjoy having just an hour which we know it takes longer than an hour yeah, to record. Yeah, it's a couple hours. But just to unwind, to reflect on some of the nerdiness and just get it out. Because right. reading all these comics and wanting to get that knowledge out there to people, that's part of why we started this whole thing And to begin with, is why not just record our conversations? Right. And because I don't go to the bar anymore and because... All those friends that have come and gone, we don't, you know, meet up every weekly Friday night at the bar. We at least still have our time yep. to talk. That's true. I find that I fall behind on everything if I am not forced to read things <laughs> for the podcast. Partially me too. Partially <laughs> me too. And we have uh, had a few gaps uh, in the last year. We did a hell of a good though, even during the first lockdowns and everything, which... Yeah. Uh, this whole show being clips and everything, we're going to start off with the first clip from the first time when we were able to record Skyping oh God. once they <laughs> locked down for COVID-19. I have PTSD, I think, from that episode. <laughs> <laughs> this is episode 410, COVID-19, Viruses, and Comics. My arm, my pip hand, strong. <laughs> I just want. Uh, do you guys remember last year when the worst thing was the Game of Thrones finale? Yeah, you haven't fucking shut up about it yet. <laughs> well, I just want to remind everyone the situation we're in right now is much worse. Now, granted, no one is really going back when they're staying at home binge watching stuff, watching Game of Thrones. But hey, it's there for people if they want to suffer twice in one week. I guess. Yeah, but Westworld started, so we'll watch that. What was that, Charles? Remember when everybody pissed themselves when they heard that Ben Affleck was going to be Batman? Oh, there's a lot of, yeah. But I mean, First this. World problems. So many <laughs> stupid things we don't have to worry about. I mean, we shouldn't be worrying about. And here we are, stuck in not hanging out together because of this bullshit virus. I know. We found a way. Yeah. It's a... Yeah, it's because of the virus. I'm not hanging out with anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, I'm glad that we are able to virtual um, hang out. Yeah, podcast. I was thinking like the uh, Spanish flu, which is one of the big ones compared to this. Uh, that's like the 1920s, uh, late 1910s, and they definitely didn't have any technology like this. So it was literally quarantine yourself to your home and never see anybody you care about. Bring for out months. your dead. Bring out your dead. Yeah. I'm not dead. Well, that's a, one of the big things that, uh, I mean, I'm grateful for, besides just us recording this now, we've had movie nights with some of our friends, being able to watch the same thing and type a chat a bit, and that's been, forgiven some of the socialness, um, I don't know, been a godsend, I don't know what I'd do without video games and digital comic books to read, because, well, yeah. Not having technology would have definitely sucked then. Do you guys have a washing your hands song? <laughs> uh, 
Mine's I... a Britney Spears song. <laughs> oh, I just count to 20. I'm lame. <laughs> One, two, three. Yeah. I sing Staying what's Alive. The, what's the Wash Your Hands song? It's, it's just any song that you use to, like, mine is the very beginning of uh, Hit Me Baby One More Time from Britney Spears because it's 20 seconds long. How does so it, I like don't remember how that these... goes. Can you, how does that go? Nope, not gonna, not gonna do <laughs> that. 20 seconds long? Nobody oh, wants it. Hey, hey, just the beginning of it. How was that? to now. Like uh, Bacon Pancakes from Adventure Time. That song? Oh yeah, that's twenty seconds long. Apparently, <laughs> well, you could sing the bacon pancakes song. Well, besides, I just, think it's like when people have to do like CPR or you know chest compressions, yes. they have that beat from "Staying Alive" going on in their head because yes. it's like yes. supposed to be the good. That's the time to use. Exactly. <laughs> Please stay alive. <laughs> I thought it would be like a more interesting um, hand washing song, like "Washing My Hands, Washing My Hands." <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Getting it done. <laughs> I think no, there's uh, a market for that right now. <laughs> do you have to make the voice too? There, there are people who did write some washing hand songs. I haven't listened to any of them, but oh my gosh! Uh, I will say, you know, once this is all over, I'm sure we'll go back to normal. But hopefully, just general diseases go down because we are used to washing our hands so often, so we get the flu a lot less often and colds and all that jazz. Let's be real. I'm the not going to stop, re- the stop next looking real con, We're going to have the same people that don't wear deodorant or wash their hands. I mean, yeah. <laughs> not, not to like stereotype a whole grouping of people, but there's a reason why that stereotype is actually a fact and true. Well, deodorant doesn't prevent you from getting COVID, Tony, so it's not necessary. But that's the simplest yeah. of things you can do, so, so yeah. you're not even doing that. We were kind of wrong a little bit on well, all other diseases going away. <laughs> I think we thought, I think we were very optimistic that people were going to, like, you know, do things <laughs> to stop the pandemic from spreading. Instead, here we are, I don't know, two years later... Yeah, two and a half. Still dealing. Still there. I've heard that it's over, but it's not over from doctors and people are doing their things. And there's yeah. a whole new, uh, you know, bivariant something shot. And yep. And there's things going on with that. But we had multiple Skype interviews or recordings. Recordings, or... yeah. That one wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. There was a couple that we did that you and I just did where all I could... Like, I don't know, you had, like, your speakers on or something, and I could just hear myself echo the entire time, and it was the most annoying thing on the planet. It should be used as torture. Well, I apologize for that. (laughs) It's just like someone was in the room with us, though, and listening, if they were in your place, listening to how erratic that got recorded. Yeah. Because that's one of the things we always pride ourselves at Drunk on Comics here is... We barely edit. Uh, barely. In fact, we never, never edit. <laughs> Except for one time. Uh-oh. See, we were having a recording session down when Derek used to live in Kalamazoo. We were down there visiting, and what ended up happening is there was... I was trying to do a bit, so it was all in jest, but it was something about Rob Liefeld and him getting mad about different artists. And I just kind of was going on if he kind of 
sucks at drawing feet. And then it went into where Derek was kind of serious of like, dude, like you sound like you're really threatening this person. And oh I realized God. I needed to go back and bleep them out. So I actually put some bleeps in. And that's the only time that we've really ever done that. So with that, episode nine, The Mystery of the Cucumber. I'm looking forward to seeing what goes on in Deadpool. I might actually start picking it up because I want to see what Brian Posey can do. So that's kind of, that's part of the news. Um, There was a massive Twitter controversy over this because when this was announced, the creator of Deadpool, Rob Liefeld, sent out a tweet that said, Testament, and this is a quote, Testament to Deadpool's appeal and durability is that he thrives regardless of being regulated to D-list talent. Marvel A-list never touches. Now. I agree with that. Well, here's, here's the thing. He pissed off every artist and writer that is currently working on or has worked on Deadpool. I mean, would you consider? Was well, he say, is he saying that it, it, it's 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 always been D list people working on it? Pretty much after after he stopped working yeah. for Marvel. Basically, what he's saying is that the character because oh, I thought created, they were saying that he, that Deadpool was regulated as D list status. I didn't think it was. No, you know, he's talking no, about, he's talking about the, 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 the creative team. team. The, yeah. Oh, yeah, fuck, fuck you. Yeah. Rob. So so he actually now what he he did in. Two like two things at once. He's patting himself on the back, going, "I created one of the most awesome characters ever." Doesn't matter who writes it, but then also says, "Hey, everybody that writes it and draws it, y'all are 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 D list." Basically saying you suck. Now, was that his intention? Probably not. But he created himself a shitstorm, and rather than just come right up and apologize, he basically kind of backpedaled for a while. And then he came out and apologized, and, you know... This is, like, months later? No, hours later, uh, after defending himself on Twitter. I mean, it was insane. Dude, he was seriously stroking himself. Yeah. Oh my God. But here's, here's where, you know, before he apologized, he actually put up another tweet that says, carry on, internet, because when people are just, like, bashing him hardcore. And that was his tweet... There was a, an, another tweet from uh, from another guy, and he said, just admit you were in the wrong, you goon. To which Rob Liefeld replies, blow me. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, wow. Wow. It's the same, like, it should be a little bit professional. I mean, yeah, now, now it's, the guy it's, who, it's, who it's, called it's, him out was not, as far as I know, is not a professional in the comic book industry. Uh, but okay. I mean, still, you know, why he he finally did come out. It was it was quite a bit bigger than our little Twitter gate yeah. <laughs> from a couple weeks ago, which was nothing. But um, yeah, it was it was just kind of surprising to see that. But I think Rob's just realizing that no one's paying attention to him, so he has to be infamous and cause well, controversy for people to talk about him. I mean, this guy gets dogged on on a regular basis over his own. Oh, yeah. I know. I know. What you what you told me about about this, I, I had to go uh, look it up because I'm not uh, keen on our, the artists like you guys are. And, yeah, there's a, some real some, some real hate towards this guy. And that's the thing. Yeah, he's, he's drawn some kind of weird shit, but 
I used to defend him a bit. I used to, you know, everyone giving him shit. I'm like, I enjoyed some of, you know, the the big, you know, X-Force, like, covers and everything where everyone had 10 pounds of muscle on them and, <laughs> and 30 packs that who knows what they, the hell oh, were in each other. Oh, those asses. <laughs> they, had, they had muscles on muscles. Yes, but, no, but the very most important thing is he liked to draw little packs on every single part of oh, them yeah. to carry... A sandwich, maybe? Yeah. Cucumber, who knows? (laughs) Cucumbers are important. They're delicious and nutritious. And people gave him crap for that, and... Actually, people mostly give him crap because he can't draw feet. Well, either... (laughs) I I still think that his drawings is like... It's just like a scene or a picture as you'd get, you know, a commission at a a fair or a convention. Stick out as kind of cool-looking. But I take back ever defending you. Fuck you for saying all these writers suck. Because guess what? They're ten times better than you. Well, now here's going to the, here's the thing. Uh, before you you make a death threat, Jesus, <laughs> um, with a cucumber nonetheless. Uh, be, before you do that, he did eventually apologize, and uh, you know. But I think where he made a mistake was not necessarily what he said because I think I think what he said probably just came out wrong he should have just said I didn't mean it to come out like that I'm sorry this is what I meant but he just sat there and backpedaled yeah and backpedaled dude I bet you someone someone like a friend or someone colleague of his said dude you gotta you gotta say something well when, when you, 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 I bet you that's what Rob, I Rob I, I apologize for what I said about eating a cucumber and <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I kid, I kid. We kid around here. Oh, my God. Why do I see a lawsuit, Tony? <laughs> Tony's views don't necessarily reflect those of drunken comics. They don't reflect mine. <laughs> so, um, so, so that, that was a big controversy, which apparently Tony's going to create one for us today. Uh, More so, Twittergate. Yay. Oh, shit. So, um, all right. More stuff on Marvel. Um Okay, so off right off the top, I want to say, like, listening to that makes me remember, like, one of the reasons I started listening to you guys was Kevin. Kevin is, like, your guys' Scott Mosier for Smodcast. He, like, knows almost nothing <laughs> about <laughs> comic books, but is so funny, I think, and his voice is just... Oh, yeah, I love Kevin. I miss him so much. <laughs> it's been great going through some of these clips and editing them. And When and he said hate turds, I was like, that's why. <laughs> that's why I started listening to this. <laughs> um, but one thing I do want to point out is 10 pounds of muscle, Tony. Probably not a ton. You probably have 10 pounds of muscle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I hope I have a little more than that. Also... You guys keep mentioning the cucumber, but I have no idea what that means. Well, it's the mystery. You got to listen to this episode to find out. But it was it was a thing that Derek brought up. And do you remember? Do you remember what you said that got beeped out? Not exactly, but you know it. I don't think it was too bad. But then again, putting this out, you know, on the interwebs and everything because of what happened. Two weeks prior, we didn't know maybe he would listen. Oh. Because uh, what we're going to introduce next is episode seven, 
judging a book by its cover, oh. where I had to make an actual <laughs> apology because... I actually know this story. <laughs> because what happened was uh, Space Punisher. It was a book that I really did judge by its cover and wrongly in a previous episode, and the writer of that book listened to our episode and then said, hey, man, you know, why don't you actually read it? Right. And then I actually read it, put that out there, and then he listened to that episode, too, and he accepted the apology and even ran into him one time at a con. But this was my apology to Frank Thierry. Frank Thierry? You insulted Frank Thierry? <laughs> Good. How are you doing today? Good. Matt and Tony? I'm doing all right. Um, I need to quick interrupt you for a second. Uh, Really? You you think you can just step in? Yes, there's (laughs) breaking news in the Twitterverse last week. Um, So last week, uh, we we talked about uh, Space Punisher. Ah, I was wondering where you're going with this. And uh, I kind of got called out on giving my opinion um, without reading the book. Actually, Uh, and you were called out by the author, Frank Terry. Yep. And Frank kind of said, you know, basically, you know, to the one guy that read it, thank you. To the other guy that didn't read it, you know, go read it. And I kind of have to say, the saying of you can't judge a book by its cover, well, in comic books, you kind of can. You kind of have to. Because you look at the cover, and that's what you're going to decide if you're going to be picking up that book this week or not. With Space Punisher, that's kind of what I did. Um, you, you prejudged. Yeah. And the thing is, you know, sometimes... You judge wrong, and then you miss out on a good story. Um, I did actually read it, though, and I want to say that it was actually good. My initial opinion was taking an Earth Frank Castle and just throwing them in space sounded totally dumb. But when you start to get to look at this as a totally different universe from the now universe, um, and just send them into space, gives it a different mission, gives it a different take on it, and it doesn't screw up with continuity. I think that was the biggest problem with me is anything in books, continuity, I think, is the you right. know backbone of comic books. And when you just kind of say, we're just going to forget all this stuff and just throw them out in space, that's what I had the problem with. But actually reading it, seeing the art and seeing where it's going... It's a very good freaking book. Yeah, it's it's cool. Um, like, like I said, I mean, it, it was not what I expected. Um, and Matt, you haven't had a chance to read it yet. Cause, no, I'm trying uh, to pick it up this week. Yeah. Frank, call out Matt this week on <laughs> Twitter. Uh, but it's it's cool. Um, you know, it's kind of like an Elseworlds or a what if type thing. You know, it, and so we, I enjoyed it. I'll be picking up issues. So yeah, that was so, that. So you're held out for being a shitty shit shit. Kind of. I mean, poor Frank. First of all, Frank's an amazing writer. Oh, I And has done that. a shit ton of stuff. And you you tell him that his shit sucks, and then two weeks later, Rob Liefeld calls him D-List, because he's also written for Deadpool. <laughs> he was having a bad month, poor Frank. Hey, these were some <laughs> of our first episodes, and we were trying to find... You know, our, our ground here. The, is that is that when the don't talk shit about stuff rule came in? Kind of. I mean, really, we, st- we there's a couple clips in here where we kind of are talking about shit, but they're not comics. Well, you know, right. And I then, think that's kind of been the, the key is comic books, we will only talk about stuff that we love. Yes. And we'll talk about things that are like, okay, um, you know, we want to be honest with our reviews. Of things we've actually read. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, TV shows and movies are up for grabs. Yep, and they certainly <laughs> are. But uh, let's take a stroll back to episode 100, our first ever 
anniversary type episode pre-Lens. Pre-Lens still. And uh, also the first sighting of Lens. I also have a, what did we call this segment because it's been forever? <clears throat> interwebs or? Interwebs? Yeah. Yes. I have an interwebs for everyone because as it being our 100th uh, anniversary special podcast extravaganza, Thought we'd bring back I, some some things. I actually think Tony, if this was our 100th anniversary, it means we'd been doing this for 100 years. <laughs> as anniversaries come yearly, <laughs> but I celebrate every time we do a podcast like it's our one year. That's just because you drink like it's been an anniversary. All right, so this <laughs> Kevin can't stop laughing now. <laughs> this fun little nugget from the net will give you at least a minute of of fun until you maybe get bored with it. It is called findtheinvisiblecow.com. Just type that in, findtheinvisiblecow.com, where when you start this game, there's an invisible cow on your screen, and you need to click on it to find it. In fact, it will tell you when you're getting closer to the cow, the more that the cow sound makes. It's like hot or cold? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like Marco Polo. It's a fun little game, and, and the more points you get, the more cows you find the new animals that you can unlock. So really, findtheinvisiblecow.com. <laughs> it's a site that you need to go to. Thank you. Watching, Have a good night. Watch, watching you play that is a site that other people need to see. <laughs> Wait, was the person saying cow? Cow, cow, yeah. cow, 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 cow. Yeah. And then when you find the cow, he goes, Sorry, moo. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Aw. Cows go moo? Yeah, but Damn going it, back no to... Uh, failed kindergarten. What, what, what does the fox say? <laughs> Uh, okay, that that you that, opened the door for that. Yeah, one. I know. That that kind of that kind of just takes me back though to like you know stupid shit that we've done this show well, for the last hundred episodes. We've done a lot of stupid shit, but one of the things I kind of want to ask you guys and just, you know ponder it over for a minute, as if I'm just now asking you this for the first time. Like like Tony butts in. Yeah, remember well, yeah. Remember, remember that failed segment? <laughs> I don't know. I think I still butt in quite a bit, so I don't know if that was a segment necessarily or <laughs> or just a habit. Yeah. But what did you guys think we would be doing after a hundred issues? I mean, where would we be at? Uh, I I figured after a hundred issues, I'd have to bag and board them and put them away. But yeah. as far as episodes, uh, <laughs> you know, this I, I'm not going to lie. This is. This is approximately what I I had originally envisioned, dude. Yeah. I thought we'd be like smothering mad bitches and like snorting <laughs> cocaine off of D twenties that are sandwiched between the breast of 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 Jabba the uh, Hutt of of women who look like they <laughs> they were drawn by by DC artists. I mean, <laughs> no, no I mean, th- this is I'll admit this has actually gone. Farther, faster than I thought it would have. But as mm-hmm. far as you know, more or less what I I'd kind of thought. Yeah, it's one, it's pretty much there. I I think that you know, one of the things that uh, is nice working with all you guys is that the expectations are pretty real. That it wasn't. <laughs> I, say, I thought they were going to be pretty really low. 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 It is so yeah, like, easy. I mean, it's, <laughs> No, but like our expectations have all been, you know, fairly real about this, right? Like it, it is. We do this for fun. We do this, and because we've got some fan support, thank you, fans. We'll get to thanking you some more later. Uh, but because we have some, you know, some people who like what we're doing, that we continue doing it, mm-hmm. um, and we'll continue doing it as long as we have people who like it, and as long as we're having fun. And that's, uh, I'm glad that we've kept the fun in it, and not, you know. 
Well, I think that goes back to like kind of our whole aspect of how we were going to approach the podcast in general, though, was that we want to promote things that we like and that are fun and that are good, and we don't bash on you know stuff that we don't like. You just gloss over it. It's mm-hmm. you know. Well, I just wish I had a recorder for all the times that we're not here in the studio. Just to record the stupid shit that we normally talk about anyways. That stuff is gold sometimes. Yeah, well, and that's that's kind of what this whole thing sprouted out of was, you know, that conversation, the, the fact that you and I were sitting at the bar talking comics and I'm, I'm going home and I'm listening to podcasts and I'm like, why the fuck are we not recording this? The one thing, though, that we, we kind of touched on, um, which, Tony, you know, you're like, we're going to be famous and blah, blah, blah. Like when you were originally thinking of it, I never thought about that, but it is odd because at C two E two it happened, and actually last night at you know Kevin's bachelor party, all of a sudden the hey you're the drunk on comics guys yeah I was like what yeah just just randomly standing outside the bar before we walked in and you know it's not gonna lie that was pretty cool yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I mean that that is that is pretty awesome so uh, you know to our, our our listener friend and fan wins who uh, you know. Nice to actually meet her in person, but that is, that's just kind yeah. of... Yeah, we are not like other celebrities that will shoo you away. We will take pictures with you. We <laughs> yeah. will sign autographs. Come up to us. Let us know your your fans. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so it's me, Linz, <laughs> your one and only fan, who you then invited to be on the podcast. So what happens if your one and only fan becomes... <laughs> Part of the podcast. You can sign your own autographs. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad that you guys accept pictures from people. <laughs> I don't know what we were, I was trying to say there. It, I don't need. I don't. I know I didn't ask for a picture to be taken that night. That's I, for sure. I think we asked to get a picture with you. <laughs> Probably to be like, so you'd be like, look, somebody listens to us yeah. with a vagina. <laughs> Look at the vagina, you guys. Um. <laughs> it was it was great. Uh, we also saw you at uh, one of the conventions before, too. You came by our booth when we had a booth one time. Yes, at Motor City. Yep. yep. And I do remember that. And it was just great to I bought see a, shirt. a fan in, in the wild. And Oh, no, I didn't buy a shirt. You guys only had dude shirts. Oh, sorry. Do you mm-hmm. want a shirt? I have enough now. Okay. Yeah. We've given you enough. <laughs> I have. I have them. Yeah. Um, no, I totally remember. It was. It was funny because I we were at the pyramid scheme, and I think um, I think we were there for GR eight bit that night, which is Mark's. Yeah, thing you that guys were there. We were just out for the right. bachelor party. Yeah. No, me and me and my little posse were there for GR eight bit. Um, and then I wa- we walked outside. I think I was still smoking at the time. So I walked outside to have a cigarette or we were leaving. I can't remember. But it was Derek's voice that I was like, I know that voice. I listen to this stupid podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, the funny thing is, is the reason why I listen to your guys' podcast, my podcast now, but back then your guys' <laughs> podcast, um, was that Derek had done some like targeted ads on Facebook and I got one of those, like, because you like Hopcat, okay. you might like to listen to Drunk on Comics. And I was like, I just might. <laughs> so I did. Now, the one sad thing is I couldn't find it for the life of me. And I don't know if behind the scenes it got taken off. Yeah, there but... was a, you guys recorded that night when yes. you got back. 
Because Kevin was fucking waiting. Like, none of you sound drunk in that podcast. No, this was the next day recording, right. being hung over. Yeah. And... You guys recorded when you were still drunk. Because I remember, I can remember listening to the podcast where Kevin started laughing at something stupid so hard that he fell out of his chair. And then you guys all started laughing. And you know how it is. Even when you're listening to a podcast and people start, la- like, genuinely laughing, like, you can't help... Yeah. But laugh along with Contagious it. Contagious laughter. Right. So, but it's missing. <laughs> it's missing. It's so sad. What did Matt mean by smothering mad bitches? To be honest, we a, were all... Did he mean smothered in mad bitches, perhaps? I don't know. I really we were, hope we were so. We drunk the night before <laughs> and continued on drinking through this recording, and who knows what, what we were thinking. But. Yeah. Derek still talks about that night and me being, like, the fangirl. Um, yeah, you're more popular than us. I know. I know. He's like, it was like a real ego boost for y'all, I think. Now, the next segment I want to kind of go into, because as I previously said here, and we've mentioned it multiple times whenever we record of, man, why didn't we record that? Or wish we had a, a recorder to do that. We were, uh, me and Derek were taking a trip to C2E2 and decided to record a little bit in the car. And we had a pretty great conversation that I thought might as well bring up because it makes some very interesting points. So this is from episode 99, There and Back Again, a C2E2 story. Yeah, right. All right, Tony, you got to change the music. This might be your guilty pleasure, but it's making my pothole clench up like no tomorrow. Alright, I turned it off. God, oh. fuck you, son. Fuck you, dad. No, the sun <laughs> is, like, blinding me, and I think we may crash once again, not by choice. Wait, did we crash once? <laughs> the almost crash. Oh. Which that wasn't my choice, really, either, but... No, that was, that was your choice, because you chose to not pay attention. <laughs> yes, and I'm trying to pay more attention, but the damn sun... <laughs> Is blinding me. Yeah, it's like blinding, science. Blinding me like a bat. Yeah. So, um, that kind of raises a, a, a question. And here is, and, and actually, I don't know if you know this one either, just because you hate Superman. I just, I just never been into Superman. I don't hate him, but you and your brother hate him. Uh, I don't hate him. I mean, I haven't met the guy, so. Yeah. Until I do. Is he stronger in the middle of the day? I want to say yes. I mean, I don't think he, you know, it's maybe marginal if they fight him at night, but... Like, at least, is, is he kind of like a solar panel? He sucks it all in? Yeah, well, or, didn't they do that with the new Superman book? Uh, not Superman Forever. Uh, Superman Legends. Superman Batman. No, not that, not that fucking title. Uh, Kevin talked about it before. I don't know. Superman Kevin. Supreme, maybe? Bizarro Supreme? There's some fucking Superman book out there where he was saying how the government held him and just pretty much kept him in the sunlight at all times, and he charged like a super battery. So I'm assuming, I mean, he's flown into the sun and came back and well, actually, is, ass. isn't it the radiation from the sun? Isn't that what gives him this, his power? It, true. Yeah. Well, I mean, are we getting radiated then by the sun? Fuck uh, you, son. Well, <laughs> fuck you, dad. <laughs> <laughs> This is going to be all weekend. <laughs> um, yeah, no, the, uh, the I think that, well, because there's got to be radiation, like, constantly going all the way around the Earth. True. 
know, but I don't know. Well, they, and they have, well, I don't know. I guess we need to look up some more uh, Superman lore. But what if uh, Superman became a vampire? He'd be doubly fucked. Because he needs the sun to be super, but vampires can't go in the sun. So, uh, checkmate Superman. Batman can bite you. Wait a second, though. But if Superman was a vampire, I don't think the sun could hurt him. Why? Because he would have his superpowers, and yeah, maybe he'd get crispy, but he'd constantly be regenerating. Oh, true. Yeah, he'd be the daywalker. Yeah, the one they <laughs> prophesized. <laughs> he'd be like walking, like walking through a hallway, and you don't see him. People are like, is that burning hair I smell? Clark Kent will be going around. I am Batman, <laughs> Super Batman. <laughs> Batman will be so pissed. Oh, that just so I me. thought uh, you guys are dorks. Well. That's what everyone got from that segment. Is you guys are giant fucking dorks. Not nerds. Dorks. We were having some fun singing some Spice Girls. You guys don't know how the sun works. I'm trying to change that subject because I realized that listening to this again. And also, like, you kept talking about you didn't crash by choice. (laughs) I would like to know of a time in your life where you did crash by choice. It, it was earlier in the episode, so <laughs> I guess you have to listen in to, to understand it. Yeah, uh, really, the sun is always irradiating us because yes. that's how you get skin cancer. Yes. And yeah. I don't know what I was thinking at the time. No. I was trying to pay attention to driving. Yes. Derek didn't, like, he was like, he got there, and then he said, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Which so negated dumb. the whole thing. <laughs> But again, this is just a small testament to the dumb things that people talk about. Yes, for sure. We have very stupid conversations still that do not get recorded, unfortunately, for all of you. And, of course, going to C2E2, one of the big cons that's close to us that we go to, we've always made a chance to go to there, to uh, C4, uh, Grand Rapids Comic Con, and Motor City Comic Con, and there's been a handful of other small ones here and there that we've gone to. Mm-hmm. But when we go to these things, we're typically getting interviews. You're typically getting interviews. You've done some. You've I've, done some panels. I've done, yes, I did a panel uh, at and, Motor City. And you talked to some artists. Oh, my favorite My favorite person I ever talked to was Chris Burnham. Um, he was the artist. On, he's done a lot of books. But at the time, he had just come off Nameless by Grant Morrison, which is a horror comic. And his art was gross. And he was fun, and I loved talking to him. One of the the shows we went to, Grand Con, me and my brother got to talk to Ed Greenwood, who is Gary Gygax made D&D. He came up with the system and everything, but Ed Greenwood is like the person that has brought it into the now Mm -hmm. with the Forgotten Realms, and he's a writer, and we had a great time just chatting with this author. I didn't clip that one out mainly because a lot of our listeners may not be that big of a fans of him yeah. and Forgotten Realms is kind of defunct right now. Right. However, I have two clips from some interviews uh, going back to uh, one of our special editions from Motor City Comic Con interviews because there was a time when we didn't necessarily number all these. So dumb. I don't. Yeah, we're probably I, past five hundred. I this know point. we've we've mentioned that every anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> However, what you're about to hear is part of an interview with Lance Hendrickson, 
Most people would know him as Bishop from the Alien movies. Uh, he was in plenty of other things. Uh, he also had a comic book that me and Derek uh, started the interview with. But this part in particular is more about aliens. And then with Billy Zapka, who most people would know him from The Karate Kid. And since now being from this interview, uh, we have Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. So which... they still only just know him from The Karate Kid. Yes, it's true. <laughs> but he was also uh, right uh, when we were talking with him, though. It was the end of the last season of How I Met Your Mother. And he got brought on as a special person because of because of his role um, as... Ooh. Is Johnny? I was say, didn't he have a thing with uh, with uh, Neil Patrick Harris? Yeah, that was a little he, yeah, yeah, he's the real Karate Kid. Yeah, and, and brought up the whole controversy of how uh, Daniel Russo illegal kick and all that. Right. And so both of these were mine and Derek's most favorite interviews because both of these men gave us a lot of time. Lance, we had to restart it like three different times. He even had his. Uh, uh, agent come and try to get him back to his uh, booth and he even came up to us later on and was saying you know did you you know did you get everything you know let me know and I'll tweet this out and then uh, with Billy he we had slowly started you know just you know buy him a beer at the bar and just be like can we you know chat now oh and, you lubed him up yes you and worked then him. each each day it was kind of like you know do you have any time and he was like no but we know what no means we don't want to bug people but finally the last night he was just like Hey guys, I'll chat with you and had a great time chatting outside. And yes, both of these interviews were phenomenal. Go find them. Phenomenal. Hey. <laughs> this ain't the first or last time I'm going to make a subtle mistake. I'm sorry, I couldn't help myself. But enjoy both these. Uh, parts of the interviews. How can I personalize this? I mean, what what, what would I be doing? What am I thinking? Well, I would say, I mean, one of the greatest franchises that I've loved is Aliens. And seeing you in those movies, being the huh. best android ever is... Oh, cool. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, it, it really, to me, like, getting to talk to you right now is, like, one of those, like, kind of geek moments I'm trying not to you know it's a little surreal like that but yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it's like one of those cool, cool things of like I mean we grew I, when up I was, watching you on the screen uh, no. and, and you how know. was that for being because those were same thing kind of they were a horror movie but they were also the second one was more of a thriller with sending in all the marines and everything yeah. and then oh, going yeah. back to the roots in three how were your takes on like how much fun did you have I should say oh I was in heaven man. I really was it was because I've done a lot of different budgets on a movie, and I remember that the phrase, once the train leaves the station and you're making a movie, it doesn't stop till you get to the end. And there's, this is the one chance you don't go back and make aliens over again if you didn't do it right. You know, other aliens will come, but, but the fact is, this is it. And so if everybody is prepared as they possibly can be, a metaphor of that was when Jim called me and said, I don't know how I'm going to introduce Bishop. I, wh whether he's up and everybody else is, you know, in suspended animation, or if he's, you know, we, we had a couple of conversations about it. And then he called me a month later and said, you know the game we played, you know, as uh, kids, you know, with a knife, and, you know, between your fingers and stuff. And I said, oh, yeah, I played that. And... And I, he said, that's how I want to do it, right? So, okay, so now knowing him, 
this is what about preparation, so I'm not losing track. But yeah. I went and bought every knife you could imagine, switchblades, throwing knives, everything. And I worked with all of them because I knew he might go that one. And I hadn't done it. I, you know, or yeah. put one on the table and say, uh, that's the one I think we ought to use. And I already have one. I've already so worked with really it. you really did? Oh, yeah. Wow. There's great stories about that. And one of them is he sped it up at one point, and and it looked like shit. It looked phony as hell. There's one shot he has that's still sped up, and it's just my my shoulder moving. But what happened is he he actually called me in the middle of the night, the night before we were leaving to go home. The movie was done. He said, we got to redo the knife trick. And... Bill Paxson and I have been out shrinking and we, we had fucking heads were swollen you know from goodbye beer you know <laughs> so we're not familiar with that at all <laughs> I, yeah I thought I had dreamt that he called me because he called me in the middle of the night just to catch me before I got on the plane right so we're, we're both asleep and, the, and the, the driver's banging on the door and we jump in the they had a what's a what kind of car was that? It was like a... Anyway, it was a green car. But anyway, so we all jump in, and we go back out to Pinewood and redo the scene. And I caught Bill on his little pinky, and he... It's a big baby, man. Anyway. <laughs> but, but, but we did it. We did it that fast. What you're seeing, the knife between the fingers, that's how fast we were doing it. Wow. But, but then another thing happened, and this is the conspiracy aspect. Right before we did the scene, because Jim said, no, I want you to just do it as a demonstration. And I thought, that's bullshit. Yeah, in my mind. I said, Jim, what if I put my hand on Bill's hand? Now I'm protecting him, but I can still do the thing. And don't tell Bill. <laughs> so that's what we did. I came in there, I put my hand on his hand. He goes, wait, what are you doing, Bishop? And I went, here we go. And the scene came alive and that and those are the miracles and, and being ready to do something yeah and that's that those he's talking about a movie like that and what is that experience and the experience is that no matter what goes wrong if you've prepared to a certain level now we're supporting each other so nothing really ever goes wrong it's a search yeah so you know what I mean so that's I, that's, that's what I live by how many people have asked you to do that? Oh shit! <laughs> Everywhere. No. I had I had that happen twice in two different ways. One, when I did Dog Day Afternoon, I had shot no, myself. No, stop. no, because yeah. the funny thing is, I you feel don't like look I'm, at it different. No, because I was a fan of that too, like Pretty in Pink and Say Anything yes. and yeah. like Ferris Bueller and you know Top Gun and all that stuff. Like I was a, fin- a fan of, and I felt like a total imposter when I would show up on screen. Like, what am I doing there? Wow. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I'd feel like a total imposter. Like. I hope nobody knows I'm not really, you know. Oh. I don't belong there. <laughs> was there ever a role that yeah. you tried out for that you really wanted? That oh, dude, so many, dude. So many. Uh, so are are, are sure. there any that you were close on that you didn't so get that, that, you, that you can actually Well, here's out? one that really... I, I, I'm still to this day bummed about it, but Hot Tub Time Machine made up for it. Mm. Um, yeah. And that was, uh, um, you know, when I got offered just one of the guys, and I was, um, I, it was with Columbia who did Karate Kid, so they kind of just gave me the movie, and now I'm locked down in contract. I have to go to Arizona and do this movie. At the same time, after I signed the contracts, I get an offer from Better Off Dead. 
and I'm like, wow. and I'm like, I want to go to skiing, man. And I, it wasn't about like what character I want to play because they were both jerks. One was just in a ski outfit, the other was like lifting tables. But I'm like, I want to be in the lodge. I want to go skiing with these guys, you know. And I didn't know these you know, who they all were at that time. Dude, better so, off, and, and better off dead. That's one of my all time favorites. We we talked to Curtis Armstrong last year. Oh yeah, yeah, he's yeah, great. He is fantastic. I mean that. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, you know, and, and it's funny because you were that, and I, I, I'm sorry if it's cliche, but you That's were the way you, it is, man. It's like it's yeah. all good. You, you, you were, you were such a good, bad asshole. Bully. You, know? yeah. you were that quintessential yeah. '80s bully. The, yeah. I, I actually yeah. think I would have liked you better in that movie now that I'm thinking about. <laughs> I'm just gonna go back and watch it, and I'm gonna visualize you. Right, now. right, right, right. <laughs> oh yeah, I really wanted to. Yeah, but it was fun. Was when Hot Tub called me out of the blue. They had filmed the movie all the way through, and then uh, they they had a, like a little dip in the middle where they wanted to punch up some laughs, and they just called me out of the blue, and they're like, you know, you want to be in a John Cusack movie? I'm like, well, it's you know, and then I'm like, cool. So then I went to MGM, and they they showed me the rough cut, and it was really funny. Steve Pink, the director, and like all the people, and that movie so was it. great. So it was just a little cameo in it, but it was kind of like when I was on set, I felt like. This is kind of like my makeup for missing Better Off Dead. I'm in a ski movie with John Cusack. <laughs> you know what I mean? so. yeah. Okay, now th- th- this is this is totally off the wall. But sorry, I- sorry, I'm surprised he did that movie. When Hot Cusack. Top, I was really surprised that he was able to. Not that I, I don't think he's. I probably think he's a great guy, but he seems like a pretty serious actor yeah. with a lot of the movies he's been doing the past couple decades. And sure, stuff. sure. And then when he did Hot Tub Time Machine, hey, it's a comedy that yeah. he hasn't done in years. Right. And I was really surprised that he yeah. actually took that on. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. That's, that's he that, took it on big time, and he was a producer yeah. on that too. So he. Was, oh yeah. Yeah. He, he he was like really into the dialogue and like. He was well, it's all cool over. that it shows he appreciates his own nostalgia. Right. Right. It. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I'm sure yeah. he got paid pretty well too. For that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that didn't have anything to do with it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, now so I, th- this is this is a weird oddball question, but when I heard you were coming, I'm like sitting there going, okay, I, I, I'm I'm getting Billy to sign something for me, you know, because I'm I'm big fan. I'm like, I'm like, do I just want to do a normal, you know, buy the picture? What do I want to do? I want to bring something. In. And all of a sudden, like at the last minute, I thought about it. I didn't have time, but I'm like. I want to go find an old shitty '80s boombox, smash it in. Like, that would be you know, original, and, man. And, 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 and have you signed it? What's have you had anybody bring up something really weird yeah, for you to sign? I, I know you don't do a lot of cons. I did one, and I I don't know even where I was taken, but some like all like they they you know, the guys that run these shows, you know, they kind of just like they got game going on that you don't even know about when you're an artist, you know. And it's like, hey, there's a fan, a really big fan, and he's got so much stuff. It's in a room. And I get pulled into this room, and it's like everything vintage, like Cobra Kai belts and hat, like things I never even knew existed. Like it was just like a Cobra Kai dog, you know. And they pay me for being in the room, and I sign everything. But it was like I don't even remember what it was, but it was like stuff I'd never seen, like crazy stuff. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, neat. yeah, that is awesome. So I don't know. I mean, I think the weirdest things is like dolls, you know, that come up, or like you know, maybe an Atari game, like the Karate Kid Atari game. Yeah, like that. Uh, there was a Karate Kid Atari. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I never show up, and you can't win. Like you can't. Win. <laughs> <laughs> so Daniel just fighting through bricks and stuff, and I don't even think Miyagi's in it. It's so bad. It's like one of the worst games of all time. In fact, somebody played it. It's like I don't know how many hours he said he did spend on it, but like. He finally finished it to prove that you can finish it, and he was just so disappointed and mad. And he wrote this huge thing about it. <laughs> well, so, since we are drunk on comics, yeah. Two part question: One, do you read comics? Ooh, actually, that's that's actually going to lead into a, a better question, Tony. Because I don't know if you were here the other night. We talked about Karate Kid was actually based on a comic, and we found it this, to this today. Did you find what? it? Yeah, and that's the thing. Yeah. Well, to answer your question, yeah, when I was a kid, I read a lot of comics. Um, 
I didn't get I, I don't know all the guys I don't know I don't know the Rolodex like you guys do I love comics like I appreciate that I love like Marvel's doing I love all the movies I'd love to be in a Marvel movie or a comic movie I think it's great you hearing that Marvel? <laughs> Marvel place called yes no uh, but, and there's uh, nothing wrong with maybe showing up in a DC movie too you know? yeah or DC you know <laughs> like whatever but, um, but Karate Kid was originally a comic strip that was found by, I believe how the story goes, and Jerry Weintraub, who produced Karate Kid, found the comic strip and thought of it as an idea and then got a writer on it, and then it kind of grew from that. But we looked at it today, and the guy that actually runs the show tracked down a guy that, that works here that has the original set, and we bought him today. Like that is the, awesome. The, the original 11. The, the, you, you and Martin, right? Yeah. Yeah. Martin Cove, who played your sensei. Yeah. Well, that's just super cool that he found those comics. Yes, uh, something that I didn't know about either until interviewing him. So, so you like you didn't know that Karate Kid was based on a comic? Yeah. Okay. So I didn't know that either. I guess <laughs> until so, actually just this moment. <laughs> the more you know. Um. Now, I have been with Drunk on Comics since day one, yep. but that doesn't necessarily mean I'm always here. Uh, I would argue that most of the time you're actually not here. Okay. You, what you think that you still you have more than me still under your belt? No, no, no. I just meant mentally. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> Here's an episode where I was absent, and we had intern Jim, Jim Toe, the fabulous artist that he is. Uh, back when he was living in Grand Rapids, he uh, came to help out and be kind of a a podcaster too with us. There was one that was like based off of a Ditko. I think yeah. is what I was thinking, but. I don't remember who did it. I would. It says, we based we, we based this off a of Ditko. Uh, it, it, it just, I don't know. Without the context, that could sound like the worst Dude. fucking thing ever. Yeah. Well, my but, mind, my mind is just keeps on thinking Ditka. <laughs> He's my Ditka. <laughs> uh, I, think, I think we're the only one who got that. <laughs> Jim has no idea. Yeah. yeah. Dog bears. Oh. Yeah. 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 You, you, it's part you, of the you, same skit? Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, I haven't yeah. seen that one. Duh, beers. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that that was uh, one of the things. Uh, there was something else that came out that I know that Jim was, was fairly interested, so I don't want to talk about that. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, the new She-Hulk. Oh, yeah. yeah. See, this, this just get to the fucking point. Don't give me this teaser shit. Just come out and yeah. say, hey, new She-Hulk series debuts in uh, February. Check it out. We have Javier Polito and who's writing it? Uh, Charles Soule. Who, Charles Soule, yes. Charles Soule has been... <laughs> Charles Soule wrote wrote some great stuff that I read. Um, you know, He's on the fast track right now. Yeah, he's, yeah he's, he's, <laughs> he's pumping out a lot of books. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, that that's... That's kind of uh, an exciting series that that's coming yeah. out. Um, no, it's going to be beautiful. It's going to be a good story. Yeah, right that's, there off the bat. That's coming out in February. Uh, the last thing, Kevin, uh, that you sent that I saw was that uh, the letter U is being trademarked trademarked by Marvel. What letter uh, would you guys want to trademark if you could trademark uh, one? Maybe like X. Yeah, I mean, if yeah. I was Marvel, I think I would probably have gone after the X first. Yeah. But yeah, it's for the Marvel Unlimited. Uh, see, I would go with W, because it's just Y. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying I'd, I'd like the letter Y. <laughs> Why W, Kevin? Because it sounds funny. Okay, it sounds funny. Yeah, it does. I mean, you just you just just say it ten times in your head. 
www. Wait, that's not in my head. That's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> no, but do that. Then, you, you know, you just get some warm fuzzies afterwards. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I, uh, bumper to bumper. Yeah. I, 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 knew, <laughs> I knew you were going with the Bob's Burger reference. Bumper to bumper. <laughs> All right. Uh, I, I think that pretty much going to wrap it up here for... Uh... <laughs> we're all out of... So, Linz, what uh, yep. letter would you... Uh, so, I probably also would do X, but not because of the X-Men, because of porn. Um, <laughs> what about you, Tony? Uh, probably A. A? Yeah, because it's in everything. Yeah. Well, most oh, all right. things. I mean, it's the most used letter, I think. Is it? I don't know. S? I guess I don't. I don't really play that Wordle game anymore. So, yeah. <laughs> I this is just another shining example of Kevin being like the best of us on this podcast. Very much so. Um, also, like Jim Toe, uh, formerly of all of the art on my walls at home, because I have a shit ton of Jim Toe art. Um, talking about Charles Soul being an up and comer. And Charles Soule fucking working his ass off now and writing everything that is on the planet. But also Jim Toe himself getting to write on the re- relaunch of Youngblood that he got for fucking tweeting Rob Liefeld a picture of a bunch of Youngblood characters. <laughs> Better not send this out that he's part of Drunk on Comics because... <laughs> You could have ruined his career. Oh, my God. (laughs) Glad I didn't do that. But on to the next clip. So uh, this is something that has been brought up multiple times uh, throughout the whole history of Drunk on Comics. So hope you enjoy. Am I supposed to be hearing something right now? No, you're not. Because... (laughs) That one is for all the lost <laughs> recordings that we've had over the years, whether it's just saved wrong, whether it's uh, equipment failure, batteries being dead on We'd the We'd probably be on episode 600 by now. Very much so. And this happens with any podcaster where all of a sudden you just lost everything. However, <laughs> in our next real clip that we have from... Episode 197, take two. Uh, This is one where we actually recorded the whole thing and then went back and recorded the whole thing again. And the whole beginning of this uh, and this part of the clip is talking about that. Ah. I'm going to bed. Yeah. Yeah. That was was fun. That was probably the best uh, recordings we've ever done. And now it's in the ether. Tell you what, same thing happened with that... Dan Dowerty thing we had. That was, that was one of the best interviews. By and large, one of the best interviews I've ever been a part of, like, in ever. Yeah. It was so much fun. We were laughing through the whole thing. Dan was just on point. I really wish that we were could record in analog. That'd be... <laughs> fuck this technology digital shit. You know, yeah. it, would be, yeah, it would be nice if we could keep a redundant system up. Yeah, yeah. that's true. That but... would be redundant to... Yeah. Yeah. So, Shit. yeah. <laughs> so we are depressed on comics. Yes, <laughs> Bring, bringing you the 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 shitty news that you don't want to hear. Uh, being on top of this already sad week of losing people, 
Um, we lost our whole awesome... You guys should listen to the pre-recorded one that won't be posted because <laughs> we lost half of our audio. Mm. Once again, technology thwarts us from being the best podcast ever. And then thinking also thwarts us on the other half of having <laughs> redundancy programs, which we may have to just... Yeah. Think about it like hardwire this room and have speakers coming down from the lights. Yeah. So we can kind of do that. But You're going to yeah. make it like Prince's house, wired for sound. I don't know who that is. You don't know who Prince is? Oh, Prince's. Yeah. I thought you said Princess. Oh, no, Prince. Okay. Is well, once again, <laughs> words are lost on me. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're, you're so angry that your face has turned red all the way up to your forehead. <laughs> At least your tan is even now. And I'm so glad people will not understand that long story. So, hey, I'm happy. Again. <laughs> Except for you to take a picture. So It did not turn out. Oh, good. Yeah. So. <laughs> and, well, now, like I said, I look probably just beet red. So, yeah. Uh, yeah so, sad news. China wrestling star died. Um, Prince. Prince star died. <laughs> Prince. Prince star. Well, the, the music star died. Yes. Yes, um, we had a whole entire conversation about how both of them were awesome. Yes, and then we had the uh, Booze in a Book, which was Batgirl number 40, mainly because of the cover variant from last year, uh, paired with Purple Rain, which I believe is the same exact drink we probably paired it with a year ago, but I drank a lot of those this week, and there's your Booze in a Book. There you go. Yeah. That's what you get. <laughs> so this, this is going to be this, a lot shorter because this, we're all, uh, well, specifically Tony. Tony's filled with lots angry, of angst right now. And Adam has plans, so. <laughs> I wouldn't call him plans. Plans, not, plans don't really count. It's not like I'm like, I'm not like going to bang hookers and do coke off their asses. Like, I'm not, this is not something where I'm just like, hey, you know what I'm going to do? I'm living it up like Tony fucking Stark today. Like, no, today. Sorry, he has homework. He I has have to do. homework. It's, it's, I'm after 11 years of starting, I'm actually finishing my undergraduate. So it's my final, like, full semester. And then I take one class this summer, and I'm done. Yay. Wait, how many years did you go? I didn't go 11 straight. It's okay. just been 11 Off and since on. I started. Off and on. <laughs> um, you don't want to hear the even more tragic, dis- disappointing part is that uh, I actually started taking college classes in high school. So it's technically 13 mm. years. What uh, the hell, man? Since I started life. applying life classes. Happens. Yeah. You know, got, no, no. He was delaying life. That's what happens after you graduate college. Oh. So. It's true. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't want to start. No, I had to take lots of breaks uh, due to, like, health concerns and stuff like that, so. Gotcha. Well, look at you. Congrats on... I'm super excited. Uh, and so good to know someone my age graduating now. It's like, <laughs> I feel young again. Right. Really... <laughs> well, you know, everybody's asking me, like, hey, are you going to walk? And I was like, with who? <laughs> Everybody else I know has children. Like, they're graduating college this yeah. year. Like, uh, like I think, I think Matt's son is, what, 37 now? Like... <laughs> Like, I feel like I've missed the ball so badly on a lot of this stuff, it's terrible. But, I mean, it's I'm very glad to be done. I'm very glad to be moving forward. I think it's going to be uh, weird to not have that hanging over my head anymore. It's it's like Everybody asks me, like, oh, you should, you're probably really excited. And I'm like, I'm really not. Like, it's just, an, it's just one of those things that I'm trudging through until I'm done. And then once I'm finished, I think it's going to be that moment where I'm just kind of like, what do I do? Yeah. Like, it's been over there so long. Like, what do I do now with it? I think it's going to be fine. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. You get a job with it. No, I, I mean, well, I can't. It's it's a BS in psychology. Oh. So like, you effectively can get zero jobs with that. Do you hear degree. what he's saying? He's bullshitting his psychology. Degree. Oh yeah, no, that's exactly what you do in psychology. It's literally like 
can you make up a justifiable enough reason for your answer? Yes? Oh, Adam. He's my favorite ginger. Yeah. By that I mean, like, the only ginger I like. (laughs) There was a couple clips that I had listened to of both of you. Like, it was one of the episodes where I wasn't there, and it was you two and Derek, and... Derek was kind of, what do you guys talk about? You're like, it's just ginger things. Oh, yeah. You wouldn't know. Yeah. I loved Adam so much. We had such, like, a weird bond because we both got out of some major relationships at the same time. Um, the fuck was that? <laughs> wouldn't be a podcast without my phone going off. Uh, who, I, I mean, congrats to Adam. He just got married. Adam and I got married in the same year. I mean, how weird is that? I think it was just Ginger Destiny. It's got to be. Gin gin Destiny. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Linz, uh, I think you're going to really enjoy this next clip because for me, it was hilarious. For you, not so much. Oh, no. We didn't think we'd have to wear a cup for this. No. Have you ever been hit by a paintball before? uh, Not before. No. This no. is your first time getting hit by a... Uh, well, I've had, like, this little, like, pump-action one that wasn't as good as, like, these yeah. air-soft, like, Just imagine things. you being a guy who has done this many times before. Honestly, I haven't, Whoa. and I want to do it some more. It's a... That sort of... shit hurts, was my point. Yes, yes. <laughs> it got down to... Well, needless to say, Ryan was shooting us multiple times, thinking that he got not only two guns, but then two shots on two guns, and we got him out, and it got down to just me and Tanya. And then all of a sudden, someone came up with the wise idea of instead of just doing the one shot back and forth, just keep going. Just waste all the the bullet, the yeah little paint bullets. Uh, she shot my shit up. I couldn't see her. I was aiming. I was trying. And then finally, like I quit. I quit. I quit. Fucking all like because I then turned too because I'm trying to save my my jewels. Yes. So I'm turning to the side, which is then that's just getting shot the shit up. You're going to have some, you have welts today. You're going to have some bruises later. Mm-hmm. Hardcore. And I am feeling it. Go to work and show everybody. Tell them somebody beat you. Yep. I don't know who. You live by yourself, so. Someone broke in. <laughs> just beat you and then left. With, with like some <laughs> tiny little like poker thing. Like, oh, I mean, I. I'll just tell the truth. I, I got wrecked. I was good at shooting, aiming people when I could see, though. Like, because when you, when you shoot those things, though, you you can kind of see your first bullet, the trajectory, and if you can aim enough with that, mm-hmm. you can go across the whole fucking uh, field there. Yeah. That was fun. But, okay, I did talk about me so much. Why the fuck do I always do that? I don't know. You lead an interesting life, I guess. I guess I try I to. I don't know. But I was going to say, not talk about that and talk about your endeavors. You actually finally have a place. Well, don't make it sound like I was homeless. (laughs) (laughs) I did live in a place and I still do. But yes, no, my boyfriend and I, Josh, everybody knows Josh, I guess, uh, bought a house that's incredibly close to so many bars. And close to me. Yeah, so we looked at a house that was closer to you because it was actually up on Diamond, but oh. on this side of Michigan. Okay. Um, but we decided that the closeness to you was too close. Yeah, it's a little <laughs> too close. 
I don't need you stopping in every single day to be like, Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition! Our chief elements are fear! And and surprise! Surprise! And I'm just going to come in and do it again. You scared the fuck out of me! Hey listeners, happy V-Day. I mean, it's a little late, but just bringing some chocolate-covered strawberries. So if you're here in the studio... Free chocolate-covered strawberries for you. you. And if you're not, go find yourself some chocolate-covered strawberries. It's a great flavor to go with your comics. Thanks, Matt. You're welcome. After scaring the shit out of me. This is legitimate fear. Surprise and fear. Our chief elements. What are we talking about? Well, we were just talking about me and with paintballs, her new house. We haven't even gotten into comics yet. Oh. Yeah. That's pretty cool. No, I can't talk at all until you gave me food. Houses are cool. You guys want a lightning review? Mm-hmm. Check us out at Red Doctor Strange this week. Okay. Speaking of houses, this house kind of got wrecked by the void. Because mm-hmm. remember, Tony, surprise, what was behind that door? A void. Yes. Like in my heart. <laughs> Best part about this comic, though, is Loki. Because you know Loki. God of mischief mm-hmm. and lies. Wow. I wonder if it's as easy to get Tony to be quiet as it is to get Liz <laughs> to put an entire giant chocolate-covered strawberry in her mouth. <laughs> I really wish this was a video podcast at the moment. <laughs> so, Loki, were you going to talk about this later? Oh, maybe, but you can talk about it right now. Well, the uh, story was by uh, Dan Coates, I think, and there were some artists on there. I think the colors were by uh, Jordi Belair. Well, nope. yes. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Penciler was Gabriel Hernandez-Walta. Uh, so, anyways, Loki made up the whole tournament. The tournament that made Doctor okay, Strange... Okay, that makes sense, because... Yeah. It was just a big illusion. And Loki's like, you know, to be honest with you, Strange, the fact that you fell for my illusion kind of says that you're in some deep help. And he says the whole whole reason he wanted that, like, spell thing to get all the magic to himself is so he could put the magic back in the dragon lines. I think they're mean the ley lines. But we'll go with the dragon lines for uh, Marvel's sake. And he wanted to get magic back to the world. And, and Strange is like, what? He goes, dude, you got the, the final host coming, you've got the Infinity War coming, you got and, and basically Loki just started advertising for all the upcoming Marvel events. Oh. And and he goes, and Strange is like, you did all that to help me? He goes, that or I don't know, let's see, uh oh, this is probably some big plot for me to like try to take over Asgard. So you fell right into my trap, Stephen Strange. Oh, why don't we try this one? Zelma, uh she, her she's got a really important destiny. So I'm just trying to ingratiate myself into Zelma right now, so that someday in the future. And he just went on a whole bunch of these different lies, and I'm like, that's good Loki writing. <laughs> that's really good Loki writing. Cause you never know what he's gonna surprise you with next. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> also, if you haven't, go see Black Panther because it's amazeballs. Yes. We'll yes it is. Bye. Bye. Back to the ethereal astral plane. <laughs> and there goes Loki surprising us once again. He legitimately scared the shit out of me. I, I saw out of the corner of my eye. I'm like, oh, I think my brother just stopped in while we're recording. <laughs> I thought you'd saw it too. No. No, I did not see it. Usually I can hear when people come in the house, too, because it's not like your door's quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, that was... I apologize for my... So call. I <laughs> didn't know where you were going with this, and I was listening to it, and I was like, I don't understand why, what he means by bad for me. Is he talking about insinuating that I was homeless? And then Matt showed it up. I was like, oh my god, Matt did scare the shit out of me. Yes. <laughs> And then gave me chocolate-covered strawberries, which is the best way to make up for scaring me. My brother has done the random stop-by, quick hop on the podcast, 
say something and leave yeah. multiple times. I miss Matt. Matt, come back to the podcast. You can't hang out too. with Tony all the time. <laughs> well, my next clip is a good, good one involving my brother and explaining how he became the hero for the day through D&D with the popular kids. Um, but there's also, uh, back in August, the Aurora, uh, in, in Aurora, Colorado, the SWAT team doing some exercises. So they decided to do their like repelling exercises at the hospital and all the SWAT guys dressed up like superheroes. So as they're going down, they can like wave to the kids at the children's hospital, yep. um, which really makes their day. And I've heard stories of people, window washers, window washers yeah. especially Spider-Man. It's a yeah. great costume for them. So, uh, those things are really cool and, and it makes me really happy and especially that kids, can still get like they, they still have those heroes out there. So even though we as adults sometimes, you know, shit on comics for being like, well that was kinda dumb and well why didn't those characters do that? You know, I think we need to remember sometimes too that there is still a, a kid following for it and sometimes the kids are more important for believing in these characters than maybe what we want right. them to be as adults. Well right. so. we were all kids probably when we started believing in these characters. And some we uh, just became bitter. Some of us are just adults. grown up man children. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Tony. And then and, and the other thing of that is a lot of us uh, a lot of us really want our inner child. Like we're in a yeah. we're in a particular interesting uh, sociological group uh, for people who are in their twenties to thirties right now. We're all reliving our second childhoods. Like, it's true. All of this stuff is super popular again that we used to do all the time as kids, and it's like, oh, there's a new Power Ranger movie coming out, and so we're super every, excited until we see it, and then we're so, like, I yeah, hate you. I know, right? But <laughs> I you know, hate but, you, Michael Bay. But we all get excited <laughs> about them all the same. We were we're right. allowed, and it's considered acceptable for us to stay children at heart as we're maintaining. And and I I would like to see the long term effects of of creativity, yeah. like whether or not we're going to end up being happier. If we can keep dreaming these big dreams, like by jumping off buildings wearing superhero costumes to make kids happy. Mm-hmm. With, I, ropes. Yeah, with, not, with ropes. With ropes. Not Sa- the other safely. way. <laughs> safely. You can't that. fly. They're happy yeah, 15 probably. seconds until Spider-Man yeah. goes splat <laughs> into the ground. <laughs> but, you know, like I think, too, like, well, and I know I'll talk about this in the future, though, but I watch so many kids' superhero shows. Because oh, of my yeah. kids. Oh, sure. And, and you how watch many of them without your kids? Let's that's true. I, many okay. of them you can. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, that's a, a discussion for another day. But you're right. There's this reliving of our, our childhood. And it's, and it's okay. It's actually kind of cool to be a dork. And I remember when it wasn't cool to be oh, a dork. Yeah. Right. And I was still a dork. So. They, my dad always. My dad is a huge nerd. I, it's probably shocking. I yeah. came from a huge nerd. But <laughs> uh, he, the nerds will inherit the earth. Mm hmm. And that's it's why you, happening. That's why they always said be nice to the D&D kids yeah. in your school because someday they'll be your boss. Yep. That's, that's true. very true. So. Yeah, take that, Mike Pierce. <laughs> <laughs> except, except Mike Pierce was the cool kid that played D&D with us, and he was very cl- quiet about it, closeted. Um, um, in fact, this one time we're playing, what, we're playing, and the doorbell rings. He goes, who is that? And we're like... Oh, didn't you know, Mike? We invited your girlfriend over to play. Shit, guys, hide the shit. He grabs his books, puts them on his lap. Even though the table is still covered with dice and figurines and other books, he's sitting there, like, hiding it like we're not going to notice or anything. Uh, years later, or our, our senior year, he talks to one of the teachers who says, you know, D&D is a really good game. It keeps your mind sharp. You're doing math. You're talking to people. It's really a, a good game. He comes to musical rehearsal because this guy can't admit that he plays D&D, but can totally admit that he's in musical theater. And says, like, you know what? I play D&D. And all the guys were like, 
that's so cool. I've always wanted to play this game. How do we know? And he goes, you know who knows a lot more about this game? Matt McKay. And Aww. so he points to me, and all us for a moment, I was cool. Because, because I, had, I had one moment of validation in high school when somebody else went, this is for you, kid. And threw me the jersey dripping with sweat. If you, Mike, Mike Pierce was like six foot, I mean, he broad-shouldered, like good-looking guy. He was the, he is your stereotypical jock. In high school and stuff, uh, but thanks, me and Joe. But yeah, but, <laughs> but a nice guy because we used to talk about comic books and play Dungeons and Dragons together secretly. So I hope I didn't out you too much there, Mike. Aww. Hope you're listening. And speaking of D and D, here's another great one about D and D, or at least finding a secret stash while playing D and D. The Human Torch was the Night of Anklone. <laughs> I don't even. What the hell? Where? Like what? 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 Where does that come from? Is that comes from Anchorman? Oh, well, that would be why I don't know it. What? How do you? How do you not know that's from Anchorman? That's like one of the iconic quotes from the movie. I mean, I know it's stupid and subtle, but yeah. Means, oh. And that's kind of Derek's catchphrase. He does that all the time. I know. That's why I finally asked where the hell it came from. <laughs> it took you this many weeks to ask the question instead of being just like, "What the fuck, you read?" I don't know what's going on. I've seen Anchorman. I'm just. Boys commit movies to memories so much easier than yes, girls. Yes, all the do. important knowledge in my head yeah. has been lost to pop culture <laughs> and assorted other nonsense. It's crazy because so. I used to work at a video store. Well, Derek, I mean, likes to keep some of his secrets from you, as well as his wife. Even I mean, the other day we just found out a secret porn stash. Oh. Yes, the the 1972 porn stash we found up above my events in the basement <gasps> when we were playing D and D. It was probably the greatest archaeological awesome. discovery since the Rosetta Stone. I love so. it. Was it? It was gross seventies porn. Well, it, was or was like, it, it was like it was between like seventies, eighties, and maybe even early nineties. There okay. was like a penthouse with a Jean Claude Van Damme interview, like <laughs> back when he was, you know, the muscles from Brussels. Yeah, there's a ninety-two Ivana Trump who just divorced Donald Trump, like on one of the covers. Yep. Um, there was a seventy-two like. I think it was a penthouse. There was a hustler in there, so you know to get the sleazy porn. Right, right. You have to have How a variety. What I came about was we just finished playing D&D, and, uh, like, it's kind of funny that you, me, Adam, and my brother were all there, so it was great that a majority of us... Uh, we're able to witness the momentous yeah. occasion. Buddy James goes, just looks up into like above the vents and he goes, hey, is this where you hide your porn? Jokingly, reaches his hand up there and pulls down a magazine, <laughs> which was a porn magazine. And then we start dying laughing like, holy fuck. We and found then I like, reach up there and there's a lot more wow. porn. We found like seven, eight magazines up there just covered in like 30... 20, 30 years of oh, dust. Oh, man. It was fantastic. That's pretty awesome. And, and you've had your house, you said, for a year? Yeah, I've had it for a year, and I have to imagine the people that had it for a few years before us, it wasn't theirs either. So it's some person that had the house, like, way before, because that was old. Doesn't it make you wonder what else is hidden? I know. Like James, well, James threw me up on his shoulders when we went exploring the ceiling, I remember. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, it was it was something. That's pretty awesome. Back in the day when you had to hide your porn instead of just deleting your internet browser history. history. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> bro's, bro's first thing they do is go delete their friend's browser history if he dies. So, well, that was a, a fun adventure we had this week. Sounds but, like um, it. Let's uh, let's get back to. So yeah, uh, I think uh, young Neil still has those books somewhere in his house. Forever he will be young Neil. I. Can only picture him up on James' shoulders now, <laughs> wandering around his basement looking for more porn. <laughs> what a funny yeah. sight that is. <laughs> I know, I know. 
So the next clip is uh, going more onto the real. Me and Derek had a chance to talk with two lawyers. Derek um, and I. Don't try to <laughs> grammatically correct me. <laughs> Do you know who I am? <laughs> but I'm in just this, a man. But in this episode, uh, which is one of our favorites, and I would really love to revisit this because we had some questions we had pre-sent uh, to these two lawyers so that they could actually find some real law. A lot of it had to do with mutants and certain uh, rights and everything or collateral damage and everything and and what goes on if you were living in a real superhero world. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, this also was one of the many cases where, again, I... Tony struggles. It. I flubbed on a word and... Just kind of rolled with it, but everyone else had to point it out. <laughs> you know, the, the biggest vigilante mm-hmm. out there where he actually goes and kills people. But most superheroes in general, um, and, and Spider-Man for years up until, you know, recently when he actually became part of, of uh, the Avengers. Aren't all these people breaking the law? I mean, technically all the X-Men, you know, working in this group, they're, they're a team of vigilantes. Breaking laws left and right, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't disagree. I think that's absolutely true, that they're technically criminals but is there something where if they're doing stuff for the greater good does it does that give them a free pass um well defense of others yeah there i mean there is a defense of others that you can use when you get charged with a crime um and what are you gave me the elements earlier (laughs) it's just that you have to be acting in a in a reasonable manner under the like way you understand the situation as it's happening. So, for instance, if like you were chasing after somebody with a fake gun and you thought it was a real gun, or actually you could never be chasing after them. Just never mind. That's not a thing. You can't be the initial aggressor. So, if somebody's coming after you with a fake gun and you shoot them, and then you find out later it's a fake gun, that doesn't mean you get in trouble because it was fake. It's like because uh, you were under the impression that you were in some sort of deadly danger. Mm-hmm. So, um, <laughs> oh, 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 oh dear, I had some alcohol. <laughs> Um, so basically you just have to be, make sure you act in a reasonable way that is not um, disproportionate to what's happening. So you can, if somebody's running around slapping people, you can't go and slice their throat. Like you have to, it has to be a proportional response. So when you're fighting super villains, though, then that means your powers can't come out because they're proportional? Yeah, as long as it's proportional, yeah. And as long as you're not the one escalating the situation. That's the other important thing to remember. You can't start it, and you can't be the one that escalates it. You you have to be reasonably responding to what's happening to you. Okay. And one thing that also acts as a safeguard for vigilantes are places that have a citizen's arrest, and if these vigilantes are witnessing a felony being committed, like, in their presence right then and there... um, then I think you can make a sound argument that they're able to use reasonable force to arrest or confine these criminals. Yeah. But in no way, like, the Punisher kills people. Yeah, and the like, Punisher actually seeks people out to yeah. kill bad people. In no yeah. way is that okay. That's not a thing that can happen. <laughs> it makes for great stories. Well, well. that's true. <laughs> yeah. Well, going back to the Batman thing, so since he gets called upon, is he kind of deputized then? To be doing this, yeah, stuff. and then you look into there's a Michigan statute, right? That yeah, if the, in Michigan, if a peace officer asks you to do something um, to pursue an arrest, that qualifies as a citizen's arrest. So when that bat signal goes up, so he I gets mean, so so he gets he gets a fucking uh, hall pass. Yeah, because he's acting with the authority of the Gotham City government, I guess. Yeah, mm. 
Yeah, because I was always it's curious. His defense attorney. That's what I'd be that's arguing. That's what I'd be saying, too. Yeah, and, so, and he knows Bruce Wayne can pay, so <laughs> I have him as a client anyway. Oh, my God. A client that pays on time? <laughs> yeah. Keep nice. him on retainer. <laughs> that, that would be odd. Okay, so now now here's, here's, here's a question. Um, let's just take, you know, random superhero. He goes out... And well, actually, let's let's take Batman because we we kind of talked about the Joker here. The Joker has no known identity, therefore has no assets, at least legally. Mm-hmm. Um, Joker goes out and he starts blowing up buildings and this and that. And Batman comes in and they have a big street brawl and there's shit blowing up all over. Who has to pay for it? Who has to pay for the damages? Well, if you're talking about, like, a civil action, each of those property owners should have their own insurance for that property. And then it's up to them whether or not that policy covers them. Um, If you're talking about, you know, switching gears and going into a, a criminal setting, you know, oftentimes as part of a criminal case, you're ordered to pay restitution. Or um, certain crimes have like specific damages that defendants have to pay back. Um, you, same problem that drug dealers face. I mean, nobody's saying anything. They don't own anything. They don't know anybody. They're not related to anybody. So you're left to your own PI work and investigative resources, as far as the government's concerned, to recoup. So is it ultimately going to be like, you know, I mean, the the insurance companies that are going to... Ultimately, yeah. And I think, especially with Batman particularly, is that since he is technically like, now that we've determined that he's technically like a sanctioned, you know, member of the government for whatever he's doing, I mean, the government has tremendous immunity when it comes to what they're doing to reasonably, like, you know, protect people. And so I think it would be difficult for a private citizen to, like, take on the Gotham City government to cover their private damage that they suffered at the end because of this, you know, street fight or Although whatever. Bruce Wayne does rebuild Gotham all the time. Right. Yeah. So, you know, you know he knows. Yeah. Just, yeah he's fixing <laughs> his own damage there. Yeah. Move down the street a couple blocks. So, so yeah. now, now here's, here's a better one, though. With the Avengers, you know, and we can even look at the movie. You know, New York gets just demolished. But they are part of Shia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, is it the government's responsibility then to pay for those damages? I think you run into the same problem, and the government's going to argue every single time that they were acting in a reasonable way and they were acting with the best interest of the city, and blah 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 blah. So. Every time that happens, the government's going to say, listen, it's not our fault because we were just trying to protect you, people. Like, don't you understand? And so I don't think it would be a successful suit against the government, even though they may technically be responsible. I don't think it'd be successful. Either either way, it's all coming out of our pockets, whether it's our insurance right. premiums well, go up or our taxes. Exactly. And that's what, right. So then the government has a large insurance premium they have to pay. So guess whose taxes go up to pay for it? I mean, mm-hmm. you know. Or they have the super mutant that can turn shit into gold and there it's all paid for. Yeah, but then doesn't. Shit. But yeah, but then then, then gold loses its uh, its value. It's kind of like printing more money. Yeah, true. <laughs> well, there is something though for listeners and uh, should read if they're interested in uh, some of the side effects of the damage from it. It's called damage control. It's the fictional uh, construction company that appears in Marvel Comics. Um, they specialize in. Did you say fictional? Yeah. <laughs> fictional. Yes. Well, it's fictitious. <laughs> It's very fake. It's, it's what he's trying to say. It's a two for one special. <laughs> it's really, it's definitely not real. It's fictional and fictitious. Just not real at all. It's an amalgamation and a mix-up. <laughs> Every time you say a word wrong, a fairy gets its wings. I think. <laughs> just 
so gleeful. <laughs> so I want I want to say something right now. There has been plenty of times where I knew I was going to say something wrong. For and you the just laugh. went with it. But then there's some other times when I completely was this one of them. This one I can't remember. <laughs> However, in this next clip, yeah, I've been saying this word wrong my entire life, and I feel ashamed about it. Well, it's going to get weirder when he says yes. Uh, not only was I thinking about Dan in the shower, but I also then realized that you now have Floppy Cop that was written by this year's Gary Reed Award winner and drawn by last year's Gary Reed Award winner. That's kind of cool. Yeah. So I thought that was, that, that, was, that was kind of a neat thing, and I was like, huh. I'm like, that's kind of fun. Well, there's another thing, too. The creativity of Floppy Cop and the everything behind it, it's ridiculous. Yeah. But it works. It's hilarious. Uh, hearing from both Dan and Seth of why they did it. They want to do something a little bit different than the Macabre type, you know, evil. Did you just say Macabre? You mean Macabre? Yes. <laughs> oh, we've been waiting for a Tony today. Thank you, Tony. Macabre. Thank Oh, oh my good lord! Okay, and that I I don't I can't continue. Check out Floppy Cop. I can't let you say that. Floopy Coop. Oh my god, that's awesome, Macabre. I was quiet a lot on this podcast because I was like, I don't want to fuck up. I don't want to say words. And there's another word that I was thinking in my head that I didn't say because I'm like. Yeah, because that's going to sound wrong. You know what? Which, which no, one I'm was gonna, that? I'm going to defend I forgot already. Here. I think, you know, somebody posted that if somebody mispronounces a word, but they know the word and they're using it correctly, it's because they read it somewhere. And you know what? I know Tony reads all the freaking time. Yeah, that's true. You know, and I mean. So I'm going to give him credit and I'm going to defend him, Derek. He, 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 is, he is the epitome of a reader. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Be nice, Derek. I don't see you, you know. So I just want to thank Mel for 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 yeah. helping yes. back me up on that. She had a valid point. There are people who learned words from reading who I, just I I will never assume, live that one down. Assume the pronunciation based on the spelling and people who learned them from hearing them and clearly nobody had ever spoken the word macabre no, to I've you. I've heard of it, but I didn't think that that's what how you would spell it and and I don't know because again, associating with I know the macabre, the strange, yes. the this and that. But then <laughs> that's how I would pronounce it while reading a book, and not really knowing what the not fuck realizing they were the same word. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Aw, it's kind of cute in like a goofus and gallant sort of way. <laughs> <laughs> well, besides uh, me misspeaking. A lot of times on the Drunk on Comics podcast, we do a little bit of singing. And oh, no. <laughs> this in particular comes from when we did the Drunky Awards, which was supposed to be an annual thing, but then it only became the one-year thing. Yep. It was supposed to be our awards that we were going to do every year. I wouldn't mind trying to bring something like that back again, but however, this was a song that me and my brother came up with, and it is so bad. Drunk on Comics presents the Drunky Awards. It's time to get things started. 
We hope it sounds all right. It's time to get things started on the Drunky Awards tonight. But a bump, bump, bump. It's time to pick up comics. It's time to crack a beer. It's time to raise our glasses to the nominees this year. But a bump, 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 And so let's get things started. Why don't we get things started? I think that Derek farted. It's time to get things started on the quasi professional, inebriational, fermentational, podcasting and table. This is what we call the Drunky Awards! With a very special guest, friend of the show, Josh Whedon! Yay! <laughs> I, the many times that we've done this, and every time Matt flailing his arms in the air like Kermit. It's not correct if you don't flail your yeah. arms. And I'm sorry, anybody that's listening at home that was singing along with this, I guarantee they're driving down the road going, Yay! Yay! Like you can't even say that without making it's your such a happy off. thing. I hope they're driving by like a used car salesman in the floppy, wacky, <laughs> incredible flailing arms man. Better yet, they're driving past a cop going, "Yay!" <laughs> He's like, "What?" So yeah, that's ridiculous. I can't believe you got Derek to get oh <laughs> to it, in on it, that. We weren't going to record it with without him being part of it. So I have the actual uh, song. Right up there, still. Oh. Uh, that's one of the things that I've saved that's from so back funny. in the day. You would never have gotten me to do that. We we did it multiple times yeah. to to finally get it. And <laughs> also, this was pre knowing about Joss Whedon and, and him being an <laughs> asshole. So yes, this is well because this is pre Lynn. So this is well before Joss Whedon came out as a notorious douchebag. Yeah. But <laughs> here's another clip of us again going into song randomly. <laughs> Said, 80s music. I need a drink. Journey. It's a gateway to karaoke. Sometimes I get really drunk and sing Kiss by Prince at karaoke. What's that? So sometimes I get really drunk and sing Kiss by Prince at karaoke, and it's nice. That's sweet. I have to be like blackout though. I always don't have to be rich to be my girl. Good falsetto, man. I know, right? So guys, guys are lucky. We have falsetto. I know. That's that's really it. Hey, Linda's here. Great. <laughs> well, yeah, if I hit record already, so yeah. oh, great. all you guys are singing is uh, now onto the internet. Freaking wonderful. Oh, cool. We can Gonna get drink, it. You know. Some kind of wonderful. <laughs> we could probably best. do it. <laughs> we should do a musical episode. We really should. Everything rock opera. Everything's, yeah. everything's <laughs> sung entirely. And now is we're, this we're, the real life? Just really jumping. Or is this sci-fi or fantasy? <laughs> Comics all around. It's escape, our escape from, from reality. reality. Oh, we're brilliant in our own minds. Yeah. <laughs> I think we just lost 15 subscribers <laughs> in the last minute. Well, besides being brilliant, we are drunk on comics. Woo! Uh, Tony here. Matt. Adam. New Derek, I guess. Young Neil, oh, whatever. You're just, you're just Derek. You're just Derek. Okay. We'll, we'll give we'll give him the title of old Derek. Okay, that's good. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we uh, we have some good singing uh, acapella for you yeah, today. Something what like you get. that. In my mind, I had a background track and everything, so it made a lot of sense. <laughs> I'm you gonna know, pretend but, that this microphone is so shitty that it couldn't pick up my brilliant lyrical that's, stylings. That's really good. In my head, I had background singers with all the other voices that are normally there. That's that's <laughs> great. We're gonna <laughs> get you some antipsychotropics after this. To... Antipsychotropics. Maybe psychotropics. That I don't might, know what's going that on. might be better. 
Science. Science. <laughs> blinded me with science. Inflammable <laughs> means flammable. Weird science. Poetry in motion. <laughs> ooh, 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 ooh. Apparently this is, is our musical, musical version. <laughs> so who wants to sing about their book first? Oh, man. Um, I don't know. I don't know any old-timey Western songs. Does anyone have, like, a harpsichord I could play? I'm so long, so ladies. There you go. That's a good one. So since I did such a wonderful not having the comic in front oh, of yeah. you. Oh, yeah. That was just right. a snippet of some of our singing in that episode. You guys were beautiful. I, I, one of the rare Lynn's, Lynn's missing podcasts. Um, thank God I was not there. <laughs> I think, though, I'd have to go back and check, which is what I was just trying to do, but I did not have enough time to do it. Um, you had named a bunch of podcasts, like, but you were so fucking pissed at Derek, young Neil. He won't forever, fuck, fuck you, Matt. He is young Neil, not new Derek. Um... <laughs> You were so pissed at Derek and I because you felt like we weren't putting in enough fucking effort. Effort of what? <laughs> doing the podcast. That you started naming them like, because, oh my God, you, <laughs> you would just, you would just sit there and like in silence as we were like sitting here trying to think of what to say next. And you were like, I'm just going to let them fucking fail. This is what's happening. We're just going to have dead silence in the podcast. I think I do remember being a little bit bitter at <laughs> yes, one point. Yes, you were. And you named a bunch of the podcasts after, like, things about a boat sinking <laughs> and stuff like that. <laughs> well, if you really want to get to it, the next clip is perfect. From episode 176, All New, All Different, the first time that we were truly, uh, after Derek had left, our taking over the podcast and we had some things that we said we were going to do that we really haven't really done was it abandoning all of the format that we it was, used it up was. until that point what's anime? anime anime oh anime okay oh i can't really hear anime she said it she said it a lot like lumpy space princess so that wasn't actually that's fun well, it's, it's good to know. Now I'm glad that you're here in the studio. Yeah. So we can record our all new, all different format. With the same people. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's kind of the same way Marvel likes to use all new, all different. It's just like, hey, we're doing the same thing, just slightly different. Yeah, we're just all wearing different pants than usual. It's true. That's how Marvel yes. does it. Well, we're Let's wearing pants. So that's say, a start. Yeah, that's... You guys are wearing pants. Oh, shit. Yeah, Tony's wearing pants. Yeah. Kind, kind of. of. <laughs> My PJs. But. Such a classic. It does need to be mentioned, though, we've had the same format for the past three and a half years, and we're deciding to switch it up a bit. We don't know what direction it's going to all congeal into, but like I said, we want to do something different now. And with that being said, we're going to have more discussions, longer talks on subjects that we come up with if there's any subjects or anything that you want us to discuss research and talk about email us twitter us get it to us and we'll go ahead and we'll tackle those questions too there's a couple things in the news that we've seen some beer news that we might be spilling out here whether it's video games whether it's tech whether it's anything else anything's game yeah except for spoilers 
We're gonna we're gonna try and keep the spoilers to a minimum with lots no. of warning. Well, oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. we'll at least try to preface that it's we're gonna, gonna happen yeah. with lots of warning. Well, but the pro- but the problem with spoilers though is like. You know, we could have the podcast, and we do try to say, like, hey, we're going to talk about this subject. If we're going to talk about a movie that just came out, right, then people should should know. Oh, they're going to talk about that movie. They're probably going to have to talk about right. the movie. I meant more along the lines yeah. on the comic arc. I mean, after uh, okay. this came out yesterday, most of you probably haven't picked it up yet. Guess who dies? Everyone. <laughs> True, but then just that's why we're going to try to give them fair warning of what we're talking Absolutely. about as well. Again, so they can save with it for later. fair preface. Yes, lots we are, we're going to do a lot of, of things for the listeners to help them out. On this new transition. Because we love you. Yes. But it might be a little bit easier if you're a little inebriated, too. That that might get you through the transition. I don't love you sexually. Just Adam does. I will love you You can have cute little ginger babies. Oh, Oh, God. Ginger babies. Just like one giant freckle. (laughs) All I can think of is the South Park episodes with a small ginger kid. Don't have them. Marry an Asian woman, then you can't. (laughs) All I thought of when you said ginger babies was like, mmm... Sour Patch Kids. Yeah, it sounds like Yum. some sort of cookie. Yeah, ginger babies. Ginger babies? Yeah. It's like one of those like baby gingerbread men that you yeah. get in like the Bortman's rack that you no. can't no. buy in the sleeves. <laughs> right. <laughs> you have to go to like a specialty grocer to get the cookie out of the random box that yep. everyone touches the cookies in. Yes. Yes. I have no clue what you're talking about. Really, you've never seen the giant cookie box that just has cookies in bulk that you can reach in with tongs. That's yeah, weird. Cookies. They call it a cookie box that has cookies, cookies? and it's. You can box. get those little windmill cookies. I think that might be a West Side of the State say, Dutch people is, thing. I was going to say, this is definitely a Dutch thing, because I didn't have it yeah. growing up. Yeah. Yeah, no one no one outside of, like, Western Michigan eats windmill cookies, let's be honest. But that's why everyone comes and visit is, visits mm-hmm. Western Michigan. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. To look at windmills, drunk. tulips, and drink a lot of beer. Yeah. Right we got lots of beer here. Speaking of beer, you know what my favorite beer is? What? Shower beer. Oh! Shower beer, that's a that's a fantastic topic. Yeah, I don't. You guys will have to expand on that. I can't believe. Well, like, yeah. First <laughs> off, how do you not know what a shower beer is? Secondly, I want to know what you think a shower beer is. Well, Ooh, yeah. I would imagine it's beer you drink in the shower. God, you got it in one. Damn. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it, it could be beer that you drink at like a wedding is it shower or, or a baby shower. But I'm water from the shower. <laughs> There's not much thought into it. You, you nailed it right on the head there. Got it in one. Yeah. The title's kind of self-explanatory. It is. I just, I can't imagine drinking beer in the shower. Well, you've, you've done the wine in a book in a bathtub, right? Well, yeah, that's super girly. It, it's like the man thing. You, it's like, you just do it quick. You get yourself, crack yourself a beer, go in and take a shower, crush the, a beer. The best thing is when it's a really cold beer in a really hot shower. <sighs> Nothing works better than see, that. But that's, see, but that's a problem I have is because if it's going to get warm, I want to drink something like a stout. But you don't get many stouts in cans. You kind of have to go for like an Oscar Blues 1050 or something like that. But there's no way you can drink that in the shower with enough time to not like one pass out from the heat (laughs) or or still have hot water. I always pull the all-day IPA. Founders All-Day IPA is my go-to shower beer. See, I'm more really, it's weird because I'm a really big craft beer person. But if I'm drinking a shower beer, it's going to be something shitty. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. Always shitty beers, and I don't know. And I think mainly because showering before going out to the party, so doing a little pregame in. You don't want to get little... crushed on your shower yeah. beer. You just want to get like a little bit of a warm up. Oh wait, when are you guys doing this? All the time. Yeah. When yeah. is when Sometimes... is when is an appropriate when is it appropriate well, it to drink beer are in the shower? When is it appropriate to take a shower? I was going to say I start my <laughs> I mean, morning this way I at like, the I YMCA. <laughs> 
<laughs> shower beer. You can get yourself clean. You can have a good beer. <laughs> I honestly, we should pitch that. That may draw in more crowds for them. I think it kind of ruins the family atmosphere if there's just drunk asses wandering around in the shower. I'm gonna send the sauna. I, I think like that's one of the. Pro- I think that's one of the problems YMCA had in the past was shenanigans in the shower. So. <laughs> oh. Yeah. But yeah, so I usually go something light and shitty, because it's usually like my pre-shower before going out, not that I go out anymore because I'm an old, stupid man, but usually it's going to be like a PBR, or like if I'm feeling real classy, a Miller Lite. Is that, is that just in case it gets tainted by your shower Well yeah, water? you're going to, inevitably you're in the shower, it's going to get a little water in there, you don't want to... You I mean, don't want to dilute something good, but if you get water in a Miller Lite, shit, it's water anyways. Yeah, right. So what's what's the worst but, that happens? But the big thing is it should be a can of some kind because safety first. Yeah, and, we're really uh, promoting that you don't okay. drop a glass bottle in the shower yeah. and stab yourself in the ankle yeah. and ruin your night. We totally think you should drink in the shower, just not with glass. Yeah, that's a bad decision. <laughs> I still don't get it. Or a sippy cup lid. Maybe it's a dude Ooh, Also thing. something you can do. Ooh, or you're stro- in the sippy cup. That's a good one. I was going to say, one of the other ones that I've done, uh, I had uh, the, the rigging that I had the... Shower head was up off of a rack, and so we had a, uh, a curly, uh, no, a crazy straw. That's mm-hmm. I still can't believe straw. that uh, you so just don't know or didn't know what a shower beer is. Tony, I don't have a penis. <laughs> I think that's a dude thing. Girls don't drink beer in the shower. Anyone There's a lot of creams and, and like okay. soaps going on. Like, the last thing I want is to drink an alcoholic beverage and have like my face cream in it. <laughs> Or like my rogue leg hairs that I've shaved off. <laughs> the fact that you guys do it is actually, frankly, gross. <laughs> okay, understandable. I can I can understand that. So, um, now the next clip uh, it's kind of a little embarrassing for Anthony, but this was uh, something that he just brought up when we were talking about Teddy Ruxpin. Time travel. I just don't think I care about when the movies take place in conjunction to each other. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. You're just gonna watch them in the order they're released, and then yeah, or unless they give me like sometimes they'll give you like the the better watching order, like with the Star Wars movies, they give you the order the, mm-hmm. to watch them in that that makes it more enjoyable. enjoying them better. So yeah, if yeah. I get one of those, I'll I'll listen to that. So too, definitely but. seven, eight, nine, one, two, three, four, five, six for Star Wars. But I, I think it's I think there's. One to skip in there. I can't remember which one it is, but it would be the Christmas special. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Yeah, you watch that at Halloween to get terrified. <laughs> yeah. So something from the past is coming back, just like Sonic, and that is Teddy Ruxpin. Going to be a movie from the creators oh. of Sonic the Hedgehog. Listen, too early. I did you ever even watch the Teddy Ruxpin cartoon or whatever? Yeah, that? I used to oh. love it. I no, still have a Teddy I Ruxpin. Was too young. I was. Uh, I have a Teddy Ruxpin. I have a Teddy too. Ruxpin that actually, kid you not, because you see it on YouTube, but it it is deformed. But I put some batteries in. I want to read you <laughs> a story, like. But like in a creepy yeah, voice, yeah, like the like tape a, is not a Metallica tape or something inside of it instead. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty amazing. <laughs> Bet you it's worth a few. Dollars. I I will say that a, a I Teddy was Ruxpin? yeah I was young enough to wear the clothes that the the bear had. I was young enough so that they fit. So. Oh, so they put the bear clothes on you as a yes. baby. Yes. That's fun. Children child. as toys. Yep. Who? Wait, who did that? Your parents did? <laughs> yeah, my parents. There's, there's like pictures. In like family albums or something. All, all parents me do that. Me dressed up as Teddy Rexford yeah. back in the 
uh, early 90s. Pretty sure I put Connor in a Yoda cape from one of his <laughs> dolls when he was little. And then later the cat. Every child in the, <laughs> you know, in the 80s was a... Uh, Chucky e. or, or Chucky, yeah. my little my little buddy, right? Mm-hmm. Those creepy ass dolls. Who would you do now? I mean, I guess Yoda's a good one. Yeah. What are what dolls are coming out that we can put our children in? <laughs> Annabelle, that's the horror one, right? <laughs> I don't know, Tony. Do what one. dolls are coming out that parents can put their children into? Clothes. Why are you asking me? <laughs> so about toys that are coming out. <laughs> Uh, there is, uh, I don't know about dolls, but there is a crow uh, action figure with a lot of accessories. Looks badass. I sent it to Derek, uh, and he might buy I know I for sure want to buy this. Does it look like Brandon Lee? Yes. Oh, it looks yeah. phenomenal. Like, I'll just show you. It comes with all these different uh, accessories. Oh, even different levels of makeup. Yes, and I don't know. It just looks badass, and it's only a hundred bucks. Nice. But I say that because I've already bought a couple other things this past oh, week, no. and so it's been we two we weeks. We didn't record last week, so that was. You're my... supposed to send me a list of your purchases for approval before you. <laughs> so pay for you just them. need to get yourself on a <laughs> bank account, and you have to approve of purchases before it goes through. So I talked about some replicas that came out uh, last spring. Uh, from the 1989 Batman movie, Michael Keaton won, and they had a Batarang, and they had the grappling hook on there. Well, NECA Toys has come out with a cheaper, a little bit cheaper version, not much, but saves you like 20 bucks or so, uh, of both of those. So That's what I got you bought? The Batarang, yes, and then the, the launcher. Like if here. I don't see you wearing those every time I come over here, then you need to send them back. <laughs> right? Utilitarian purposes at this point. For well, your... they need to be displayed. Do you... Where do you display these items, Tony? On, on your my body. Man- on my mantle. On your body when you're out in public. I mean, I will, I will bring these out in public. and Not, don't, I'll shoot not to concerts. And I'll... Not to concerts. To cons? Not, not to cons either. They'll make you... Put a zip orange zip tie around it. <laughs> <laughs> really, around a Batman bat grappler? Yeah, anything that's weapon like, they they have to check, and then Mark is not you a weapon. You could grapple people inappropriately, Tony. You've seen again. I'll go back to mall rats. <laughs> you can see what a grapple. Yeah, I definitely is. like yeah. toys. I mean, you stopped sending me your expense reports, mm-hmm. which makes me wonder what you've purchased. I haven't approved, but also I would like to point out that you need to send that stuff back because you have not been displaying. Look what I'm wearing right now! (laughs) I wondered what the fuck you were doing over there. I was like, Tony's fiddling with himself. I'm like, I gotta put these on my body or this bit won't make sense. That's good. Oh, because I don't want to send them back. Because I was like <laughs> listening to this clip, I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> I haven't been wearing them in public. Yeah. <laughs> you get a pass for COVID, but now you have to start wearing them out again. Okay, I I, I, I will do that <laughs> now right, because right. I bought them. You never way. know when you'll need them. I'm just saying. So these next two clips come from episode 183. Uh, it starts off with a little bit of diabetes humor and a juice <laughs> cleanse from Adam 
But then we also get into some zombie talk as well. We were supposed to get this giant storm, so we were, we were chatting about it. And I was like, yeah, like something like five inches, which is like three more inches than Derek's wife is used to getting. <laughs> and Derek just stopped and looked at me and was just like, that was really good. <laughs> you gotta get props, I had, to, right? I had to throw it back in his yeah. face, though, today. Yeah, it no, like, I appreciate it. was good it. two but, days later. But so. he got you earlier. He did. So you still owe him another one. I know. That one was pretty good, too. It which was. one was that one? Oh, uh, God, which one? I don't know. You burned me pretty much on a regular basis. I think I, we were t- I asked you if your pee smells like fruit. So oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because of the juice cleanse. Yeah. And um, Derek... Derek, said that maybe wait, why would probably, you ever ask someone that, though? Because yeah. Derek opens a lot of doors, and that's the only reason I burn him, because he just, like, he just softballs yeah. him to me, so you, I can't you know, Tony, swing. You should know that, you know how they used to test for diabetes, right? No. The doctor used to drink pee, and if it was sweet, the person was diabetic. Wow. Yeah. Yep. So, so can you imagine that being your job? Like, I'm a diabetic specialist. I just sit around all day and drink piss. Or, or him having to test his insulin levels that way? Yeah, Yeah. How? Yeah. because how would I... Yeah, how would you test your blood sugars to know how much insulin to take? You, you just had to so kind of wing it, man. Your, like, yeah, how sweet your pee was. That's how you knew. <laughs> that's that why diabetes some... was not such a great thing in the past. Right. I mean, it's not great now. That's why but... they called it diabetes and not livebetes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's probably nice. exactly why. Um, but yeah, no, I think... Uh, oh, urine. There, the, something about Derek's wife drinking... Drinking Adam's piss. Pee. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, no, yeah, it was... Yeah. Just, does, it, does it taste like fruit? And I was like, I don't know, your wife didn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, well played, sir. Very good. Well played. Yeah. Again, though, if you don't softball him to me, I usually just stay kosher and it's okay. I think I would be a better diabetic if I was eating... Your own pee? The crappy stuff that you have to right now. Look, it's not... It's but fruit. See, I would have to do... The, I would the, do it out of, like, the needing to live. Right You're doing this out I'm of I'm eating choice. out of the vagina of fruit. I think you'd be a better diabetic. I think you would eat perfectly if you had to drink your own pee every day to, to test. Up. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you'd be like, nope, nope, nope. I can't eat that piece of cake because I don't want to have to drink my pee later. <laughs> no. I feel like that would stop a lot of people. That's Thank true. Thank you, modern was, medicine. I mean, think about how many other things that we have in life, like that we could we could enforce more strict um, rules on people if they if they like the correlation were worse. Like, don't eat cake; you'll have to drink your pee. Right? Like, mm, cake doesn't sound good anymore. Like, oh, you you're gonna be uh, late to this 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 appointment. Yeah, uh, if you do that, you're gonna have to run the gauntlet, and oh. you could die. People will be more punctual. Like, I, just, I feel like maybe that's a little, little too far one direction. Oh, you're feeling sick? Let's throw you in the labyrinth of the Minotaur. Right. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> you want that promotion? Death Thunderdome. Pool. Thunderdome! Thunderdome! <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's how all interviews will be conducted yeah. in the future. Reminds me of that episode of Gotham. You want that job? Kill the other three people trying to get it. Oh, that was oh a, yeah. 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 That was a good one. Too funny. I like how how the conversation is. went from drinking pee to killing each other. No, so, no, no! But it came full circle back to comics. It did. Yeah, <laughs> got them. Thunderdome. Which is why Thank we you, like talking about comics because everything yes, comes all back the time. to comics. And now from diabetes to zombies doesn't need to have more nuanced things within its universe. The Walking Dead. Oh no! I I'm totally on board for this new season. No, provided season, new, new series. Oh no, I, I meant. I'm sorry. I meant the new series. I am totally on board with this, provided really? a few caveats. Well, here's the thing, though. Tony and it's I. Have, not, Tony and no, I have talked. But about it's not this. necessarily stated that that it it is going to happen. It's just that there's talks of there being a third 
spinoff. Spinoff. Besides, which didn't the what? I forget the fucking names of them now. There's Walking, Walking Dead. Dead. And Fear, Fear the, the Walking, Walking Dead. Dead. Didn't Fear the Walking Dead not do all that great? Uh, it was really slow to start. It People was... had a lot of trouble getting into it. it. Uh, apparently, the last four episodes are redeeming from what I've heard. But I also didn't jump right into it because I didn't love the storyline when we started. Yeah, well, yeah. that's the thing. You have you're in the middle of the zombie kind of apocalypse. You now have a show about the before so is this third one going to be the afterwards like where who cares about another group of survivors i mean i don't this is kind of on topic with this uh i was on reddit earlier this week and someone i don't know if you've ever seen the shower thoughts Mm -hmm. but this i think fits perfectly with the walking dead they said all zombies should be naked from the waist down because they would have lost a ton of weight from uh like losing all of their waistline there should just be a bunch of like Tripping zombies. Maybe I wouldn't be as scared of the apocalypse if they were all tripping on their pants. God, I never know. Yeah. That they is... all have pants on, but they yeah. shouldn't. And someone their tied their belts really tight. To... No, that's true. However, you do also consider uh, postmortem bloating because it's all But it would have gone away. No, no, no. But it, like, they don't defecate. But they, they, but they consume. So yeah. it would have been bloating. So at the same time, they should have some very oblong-like cinched at the gut yeah. people for people who are wearing belts where that happens because if they're just consuming 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 eventually you assume that some of the zombies stomachs are going to burst right so you have a whole do. bunch of like yeah you know open yeah. like open gut zombies at that point very possible pants fall down but you know if they're only you know if they're consuming a regular amount of their they're um bloating because of rot they're obviously going to expand. Right. That's science, folks. Yeah. When things decompose. <laughs> you just learned science. I just want more pantsless zombies. I want more, <laughs> no. more realism. God, you will do anything to see more penises on yes. TV. Rotting ones at yeah. that. That's I, a I feel like they would have fallen kink. off. That would be like yeah. the first part that goes, right? I, I feel like that's probably right. Okay. Good. No, be, no particularly because it's an appendage for, for males. Like I feel like, just just because they're shambling and they're obvious, like they're scratching up their hands and their bodies and whatnot. I feel like you're right. Their clothing would probably run into be like ripped a stick off. And their dick is that fall thing off. would be that would also be something that would just be ground off. Women have a bit better advantage on that one, but you're also dead already. So yeah. I suppose you don't care. No, right. Maybe uterus just might fall fall at the bottom. Who knows? It's possible. Well, you know, if your stomach explodes, <laughs> right. then that's very likely. Yeah. The only way I'll watch another Walking Dead type show. And this, I think, would just be badass. It's just my idea for a zombie show is it be in England or France or somewhere where there's a bunch of fucking castles. They have very limited ammo. They have some, but mainly they have to go back to bow and arrows and, like, swords and suits of armors. Like, so you want Army of Darkness. He wants Knights of the Walking Dead. Yes. Yeah. But with a K. You know, I'd be fucking badass. See, on the other side of that one, I, I, I had mentioned to Tony that I feel like Japan... Like downtown Tokyo, they're trying to, like because there's a lot they of they're gun- so densely there. Yeah, exactly. you can never get out. That's that's my point. I want to see, you know, a group with samurai swords, like some like dojo in the middle of like downtown Tokyo, where they're just like, well, we got to get out and get to the mountains because if we get high enough then they won't be able to climb. I also think the sheer verticality of everything in Tokyo would make for some interesting uh, right. situations. That's what I'm saying. I feel like that would be a really cool one, and they just fight it through with samurai swords because you can use very little force to just yeah. decapitate. Sh- It'd be a thing. I also... You, you guys think about zombies way more than I do. Oh, man. <laughs> like, I, like all the time. It's either like of it. Ryan Reynolds holding me or zombie science. I get the first one. Well, you know, so that's just where I'm going. <laughs> I'd love to see a zombie movie where... 
Okay, let's say the outbreak just happens, though. It was not being able to be contaminated or contained. Sure. But it's a zombie world where they know zombies. Like, it's our real world. We've seen zombie movies. We understand, maybe not understanding that they're zombies at first, but at a, at a point, we say, what the fuck, there are zombies going on. But we have all the resources and technology, have little, like, our own drones that can fly around. Like, and I couldn't see a Fido. I couldn't see a full, like, on... TV series of this, yeah. but it would be great to see a movie based on, like, real-life science of zombies, like have Adam you, had said. Have you seen mm-hmm. the movie Fido? Have any of you guys seen the movie I have. Fido? Oh, yeah, with uh, they Billy domest- Connolly. Yes, they domesticate the Perfect. zombies with control collars. Yeah, no, it's yes. really awesome. I've never heard that. Have you ever seen that movie? Up. Isn't uh, Carrie Ann Moss in that, too? Trinity from... Yes. Yes. Matrix, yes. yeah. She falls, like 1950s she falls in movie. love with the zombie. Yeah, yep. there's yep. a weird love story in it. That's okay. It happens. Sometimes you need somebody undead to treat you better than your husband does. <laughs> I guess. That's. I mean, it's literally what that's that. Kind of a douchebag. Yeah. Literally the plot of the story. <laughs> uh, no, I, I feel like that, that's a very cool possibility. I also would watch the show though if it were like, you know, fear the no longer Walking Dead, and it was just like this comic shtick of like three zombies who don't have legs anymore. And like them being like looked down on by the rest of the zombies, like <laughs> just like with sound effects, I feel like that would be fun. But I also know that AMC would probably not do that. But you know what's also cool about like the castle thought that I was thinking of? Like they have like old school like you know monasteries and like crypts, and like it could be like them telling tales of the crypt. Like that would just be an awesome show to see. Well, well, that would be a quite a plot twist, M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> speaking You're of in which, luck, Tony. Yeah, and obviously, <laughs> speaking of zombies and The Walking Dead and everything, though, we also have some fun talking about movies. And as What? We, I mean, we already talked about that previously. It was kind of like the, the setup to get into this segment. And uh, in this segment, we discuss... Days of Futures Past and Ninja Turtles. This is a pre-Lens episode. Ah. But I also thought it was kind of funny. And this is part of why we are still positive on the comic books, but not so much when it comes to trailers and what we necessarily think in the movies. Uh, I guess, I don't know. I don't want to bring up that anymore. I still have the tab open of the trailer, Days of Futures Past, but... Oh, man. Why are you hating no, the trailer looked great. I hate the many amount of people that keep throwing in it. But that trailer came out. Why Why do you hate it? I don't hate it. I'm going to see it. No, you just said you hate the many amount of people, which I don't understand. I, what a, I take what that as, yeah, I don't like the trailer. Yeah. Well, no, this trailer was different. This trailer was okay. But, okay, when you should have a story and it should come naturally, not, oh, I'm going to throw this character in. For name recognition, or I'm just going to... Because that's what it seems like the news for this movie has revolved around every other weekend. And they know that because they say, oh, we're, we're putting Storm in this movie with the Holly Berry Storm. People start talking about it. Oh, did, we're cutting that scene. Did you ever Did you and, ever read the original Uncanny X-Men 141 and 142, the actual original Days of Future Past storyline? Yeah. Okay. Storm's in it. And we know that they're going to have characters in it. But when they say they're going to be in, and then they're not going to be in, and this and that, when did they start this movie filming? A long time ago. Would you not have had your cast already set? If you're doing last minute, oh, and now we're going to sneak this character in, a scene, 
Well, sometimes it makes sense. Well, maybe these characters were already in the movie, and then now it's just being leaked out. Yeah. True. Well, it'd be great if uh, Ninja Turtles actually had Ninja Turtles in it, but now they have alien penis head looking things. (laughs) (laughs) Have you you seen that trailer? Yeah, Yeah. so they look like melted chocolate chips, whatever. They kind of look like green poops. (laughs) Yeah. With masks. Yeah. I mean, they are like eight feet tall. The turtles were never that huge. That the ooze was made. Is that, is that why you're so angry? Because they're, the size ratio is wrong? No, multiple things, if you'd let me finish. <laughs> Shredder worked with April O'Neil's dad to make the ooze. It looks like they were purposely made to fight the war on crime, not accidentally ooze going down the sewer to make them. Had not seen Splinter yet in this uh, preview. And Shredder is a fucking white American, not a Asian ninja. <laughs> no, man, I thought you were going to have some like a legitimate beast with a movie. Like, why are they all wearing wicker chairs on their chest plates? Like, are are you mad that like? Okay, wait a second. No, I'm. I actually have a problem that you have a problem that that Shredder is a, is a white American named Colonel Schrader. That that's awesome. That he. Wants to help save the city, not that he has Ninja Foot Clan and wants to take over it. Like, <laughs> is that what the Shredder that you know growing up? Well, I I, I never knew him personally. Um, you know, I mean, I, I was familiar with him, but Dude. you know, here's here's the thing, Tony, and and this is this is what I hate to break to you. Michael Bay sucks. I know that. No, Hollywood is going to fuck up your childhood. Every time they do something with one of your properties. Every time. Well, oh, Battleship, man. I, I had high hopes for that. <laughs> I don't know about fucking it up. It's just, it's just trying to make it unique, and it's attempting to try to make it its, its own. Or they're they're trying to make it so that it will work better as a film yeah. rather than a cartoon I'll, or a comic book. I mean, I'll, I'll see it if it's a cool action movie. I mean, but uh, I I don't need them screaming, pizza time. Time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, okay, compare, let's compare just for a minute Days of Futures Past. Uh, it's Kitty Pride that goes back in time in the comic, but because they've already screwed up the timeline where Kitty Pride isn't even born at this point, she can't. So they have to now send Wolverine back. Magneto wasn't part of that storyline helping to send people back. Xavier's already dead in the future in, in the comic book. But you know what? I'm not going to cry about it because they changed something in one of my all-time favorite story arcs. Hey, cool. They're fucking around and they're doing stuff. But they didn't change the characters. Professor X is still Professor X. Magneto is still Magneto. Wolverine is still Hugh Jackman. I mean... You still have Shredder. <laughs> Wolverine but, is Hugh Jackman. Yeah, yeah. It's just that it happens the guy's name is Shredder. <laughs> That's an, a huge change from the norm. And that I think, and that he knew April O'Neil that she wasn't it. just a random reporter. That I didn't see April oh. O'Neil once in a yellow jumpsuit. I'm angry. No, she she has a yellow jacket though. Oh, yeah, I, I missed that. Yeah, so who's 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 April O'Neil? Megan Fox. Yeah. yeah, she's worth looking at. So, <laughs> all right. So Tony, are you are you done being upset and crying a little bit? Yeah, I'll still watch the movie anyways. But <laughs> I know you will. When, when's it coming out? So I will say I think maybe I was wrong, and they did 
You were you were wrong in that they like Shredder definitely wasn't a white dude in the movie. Well, sh- well, there was still the Lieutenant Schrader, but that was kind of a they were trying to throw that red herring yeah. out there, trick us. Um, and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I think there was like a fire, and like that's what. <sighs> That's part know. of their origin story. We both went and saw it together. Yeah, and it we did. I got you in for fucking free. Yeah. Thank God, because that movie was terrible. But what all that clip proves is that you've been a bitter bitch this whole time. <laughs> Very true. And, and again, a, a little bit wrong on, on my thoughts, but I was still also kind of right. Yeah, it was still a terrible movie. Yes. And speaking 100%. of terrible movies... Uh, we had a tradition that we started a good six-ish, seven years ago, I don't remember, yep. where we watch a terrible movie, mainly for Thanksgiving weekend. I'm always busy with family, and with that, it was just kind of taking a break, but also pre-recording something, and this is one of my favorite memories from one of those. This is Transformers The Last Night movie review, No. and getting bean-boozled. But overall, with watching it with friends, I never really cared to watch this. Um, that we got it cheap because it was... I, I mean, I also can't believe I still paid for it. But yes. I think there was some discount code going on this Thanksgiving weekend. So I got it like half off, which was great. To rent. Yes. And also... Oh, yeah. I would never fucking... Know. I don't need to watch this again. No. But also drinking yes. helped vastly. But I'll start with you, Lynn's overall thoughts on this. Oh, no. This movie is terrible. I would never watch. I don't like the Transformers movies. Josh, so. um, why have a dragon? <laughs> That's my thoughts on it. Why have a dragon? Transformers, how to yeah. train your dragon? Yeah. <laughs> Connor, your thoughts on it? It was too long. It was mentally, yeah, felt like torture. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather watch Batman v Superman twice in a row oh, wow. <laughs> and watch this once. This is a lot. I, I can't disagree with you guys. I will say though, there were a few funny parts that were that surprised, me, legitimately surprised me. That I thought were good. The overall story, overall story was shit. There, what, I mean, honestly, the overall I still story don't know was what the fuck. What? Well, yeah, what the fuck. <laughs> And, but I'm glad that I got to suffer with my friends. Yes. Mm. So for that, uh, another tradition down the hole. Well, you're, yeah, I, you're, I guess. You're a friend of a friend. Oh. Yeah. One well, son knows. This is your Uncle Tony. <laughs> Don't sit on his lap. I got candy here for you. Do some more yeah. bean boozles. Oh. Yeah, I think we should end with you doing at least one more okay. of these. Yeah. How about we all do one more of these? Yeah. Oh, right. I'll do the yeah. stinky sock one. Which one is that? This that one? one. Oh, this okay. one. Yeah, Your sock one. I'll I do swear it. to God, no, I, if I was... this is not buttered popcorn, I'm going to punch all of you in uh, I think this one. All right. One. Stay thirsty for <laughs> more people. <laughs> yeah, Judy <laughs> Fruity. Why do I get two of those Wait. in a row? That was oh. grass. Oh. Wait. Why didn't you eat this? Oh, that's, oh I think I got moldy cheese again. <laughs> oh, that's not tutti frutti. That's that's totally sticky socks. I think I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> Stay thirsty for oh. next year. Not being boozled. Shitty. We should really bring those back. Uh, you know what? I you know being boozled sucks. First of all, I will never do it again. Um, <laughs> but you know what that does to my heart? It just makes it so like full of love. Like I love having. 
I can go back and listen to this. It's got my husband in it. It's got my Tony in it. It's got my Connor in it. Like, it's just, it's just full of, like, it's a little, a little capsule of time that I can go back and listen to. I like, and, and again, it's a tradition that we still plan on continuing on. And I do like that you have continued to bring Connor back because, again, his, uh, again, he's not the greatest of, of recording no. podcast persons. But when he says stuff, sometimes it's just pure gold. Yes. <laughs> I'd rather watch Batman v Superman twice <laughs> in a row, <laughs> which says a lot. <laughs> and honestly, for all those ones as well, just look at our uh, movie reviews, look for that on the website. Our search engine isn't that bad when you look for the things, because that's how I was able to start finding some certain clips that I knew that I really wanted to include. And with that, we have one final clip. This clip being from episode one. Oh, man. The Phantom Magic, which is part of us starting to name these things in a weird way of something that just made us laugh. And... I really cringe at this because, again, it's the first one, sure. even the first handful, so rigid in what they were, and I don't even think we got in news in this. It was just reviews and talking comic books, but this is me and Derek from the first ever episode of Drunk on Comics. Does, does he need to bring anybody in? You know, so, but that's enough of that. The one other thing I did want to talk about is whenever I go back and look at these older issues, the one problem that I have with them is the amount of dialogue that's in there. I mean, and I'm just, again, I'm going to open up, but I mean, there's, there's a half page splash of Magneto explaining his, you know, whole plan. Diabolical deeds of what he's going to do. Exactly. And, you know, in there, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight word balloons within a half page splash. Whereas now, you know, I mean, I was reading Punisher, uh, what is it, number 12 earlier. There's three or four pages of him fighting, and not a word is spoken. You know, and again, that goes back to the whole, the art has taken over the storytelling, which I'm okay with, but I still think that, you know, there should be a little bit more dialogue in today's comics, and back in the day, a little bit less. I mean, what what do you think, Tom? Uh, I could very go for not reintroducing the bad guys, telling their master ploy. But yes, more dialogue that fleshes out characters, fleshes out ideas, fleshes out the world that they're living in at that moment. Maybe it's... And that, like I said, going back to Deadpool, that's why I love Deadpool, because even his thought bubbles are all current, you know, trivia, current uh, events. That's what I love about those dialogues and that there's enough of them even just internally because his mind works in three different ways that he can have his own conversation, his own book just with himself, talking to himself. So yes, but I do think that there's more people that need to start talking up so that you can understand who they are in this world. Yeah, well, you know, and I think one of the other good things that they've done recently in comics is on the first page or one of the first pages where, you know, it's your title page. You've got your, you know, all of your, your credits listed, but most times they actually have a little synopsis of what's gone on beforehand so that if this is the first issue you're picking up, you don't need the characters to give the background dialogue, you know, where back in the day comic books were more like a serial that, that you would see before a, a movie, you know, one of those short trailer type movies. So I think they've done a really good job that way. 
they can just keep the dialogue going over and over. But so uh, before we completely get off this topic, one of the things that uh, Tony, I want to bring up to you is uh, Avengers versus X-Men, which is why I brought this up today. So we aren't going to get into the story. We aren't going to get into the plot line. I just want to talk the fun stuff. Well, I want to first bring up the fact of when they started teasing this has never happened before. <laughs> so the, never before has, has these two teams come up against each other. Derek, you just found a book that <laughs> it right does, there says they've gone up against uh, each other. Uh, uh, it doesn't exist because it's magic, remember? <laughs> and magic always wins. <laughs> Be the new tagline now. Yeah, so, <laughs> that's how we're gonna win any argument. About magic, <laughs> magic always wins. So, I mean, tone. Man, the memories. Like you, at least. We we came a long way. (laughs) Back to the snow globe. (laughs) Even that wasn't recorded on the snow globe. That was just recorded in my at least five computers before. I've had so many computers that I've gone through that I've rebought. I think you guys really benefited from adding Matt. And Kevin to the podcast. Like, I know now it's a lot of times it's just you and I. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, 99.9% of the time it's just you and I. Um, Just having one other person. Yeah. Like, even listening to the ones where, like, young Neil was there or Adam was there. Like, really having, like, now I'm like, we need more people. That's what I've been trying to say. So if you would like to try out for Drunk on Comics and live in the greater Grand Rapids area, please email us at drunkoncomics at gmail.com with your audition tape. And you may be the the next host of Drunk on Comics. (laughs) But but really, like, this whole episode, us recording it, listening to these, me diving deep into some of these, it... It really made me happy. You're like listening to us. Okay, so when, what year was the first episode? It would have been at least 10 years ago. I mean, 2012? 2000, yeah, 2012, I believe. Yeah, so not only are we on 500, but back in June would have been the 10 year anniversary yep. of Drunk on Comics. Um, and technically, I did try to have this coincide with that, but again, we've. As we said before, we've taken some time off yeah. more lately, and it didn't work out. But we do try to, we are trying to get back on to a are normal, we? Reg, regular, regular schedule. I'm not going to promise anything. <laughs> I'm promising these things now. I'm pretty drunk. I realized towards the end of this episode, where I was to trying to more. explain the different episodes and the titles and all of them, I just kind of was like, oh shit, I didn't even say that. Whatever. This is another clip, and this again, is drunk on comics, Tony. And yes, and. We like to have drunk while having fun. <laughs> we like to have drunk while having fun. And comics. But honestly, though, <laughs> one of the things that we always said, we wanted to at least be uh, knowledgeable in the yes. stuff that we're talking about, which we have been. I, I, yeah, 100%. I think we have, like, you and I combined coming at, I my knowledge is different than yours. Yes. 
And so I think combined we're like the the power twins, right? Activate. <laughs> yeah, boom. <laughs> but also though, being entertaining though, that's how we've kept people is just through the fun talking, yeah. how things organically come up and honestly, this was entertaining not just for us and going down memory lane, but honestly, some of these were sent in from friends and other people talking about the show and remembering this episode or this part and really this is a testament to our fans out there as well as the whole cast and crew that has been a part of oh it. Oh my god, there's been so many throughout the years. Yes. <laughs> but I would also be reminisced if we didn't thank the many people that have supported us. You'd That's be reminisced? Remiss? Rem- You'd be remiss. Hey. <laughs> You're reminiscing and also remiss. <laughs> that is Reminisce. what I'm doing. <laughs> so in no particular order, we're just going to start naming names. If we forgot you, we apologize. Tony we has a, a lot more of many, these names than I do. Too to, many in us. To be fair. But uh, special thanks to Chris, Miriam, Jay, Jay, Josh, Jason, Lisa, Joe, Trevor... Cass, Rachel, Jess, Jeff, Eric, Kelly, (laughs) Casey, other Jason, (laughs) Jim. I don't, I don't have anybody, Tony. You don't have anyone? Connor. You said Josh. Are you talking about my Josh or are you talking about Josh Werner? Well, other Josh. Okay. (laughs) Travis. Travis. Source Point. Yes. All of the people at Source Point. Rich. Garrett, all of the people who Devin, sat in on this podcast, ben, all of the people who let us interview them at cons, Greg, all of Dave, the people who Jonathan, have fucking listened Ryan, to our bullshit throughout the years, all of the people who contribute. So you guys used to have people who did reviews on the website to all of those Steve, people who contributed to Liz, the content of Drunk on Comics early in the years that kind probably of mission, fell off. Another Josh in there somewhere. So I know you want to thank everybody. But listen, the problem with that is that when you start saying names, you're going to forget somebody and then their feelings are going to be hurt. So if you're listening to this and you've, and thank you, first of all, for listening to this, but if, if you've listened to episodes in the past, if you've talked to us, if you've touched Tony at a con or just looked at our Facebook page and thought, huh, that's kind of funny, then thank you. Thank you very much for everything that you've done. And I want to name their names. Well, listen. They know who they are. If you're listening to this and you're like, oh, me, it's me they should be thanking, then yes, it is you that we're thanking. Thank you. (laughs) Yes, a special thank you to everyone that's been a part of this. And with that, stay thirsty for the next 500. Oh, my God. (laughs) Because we're doing it. We're making a 1,000. Oh, no. (laughs) I'm going to be like 50.